1: Oh, and welcome to episode 109 of the Misanthropod. I am Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Captain Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I'm also joined by Captain Drummamat. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, pan- did I catch you on the come there?
2: <laughs> caught me on the yawn.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, sorry, am I boring you already, sweetheart? <laughs>
2: it was happening while you, were pan- while you were doing the intro, and I was panicking more and more as so it got closer and closer, <laughs> but the yawn just kept going. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Hello.
3: I, I like how fantastic. I like how as we've gone on, we've got less good at doing a coherent intro to this podcast. It's not my fault. Well, for the first, like,
2: I'm going to say 50 or so episodes. If we cocked up this badly, we'd start again. But yeah. oh yeah, that's actually a fair point.
3: <laughs> what? It's like how um, it, it, earlier on in this intro, Snipe was doing a whole thing about captains because we were talking about Captain Scarlet before it started, and normally, like we'd, well, I'd make some effort to put context to that. <laughs> nah. Um, but like it almost got completely derailed by you yawning, like with like several levels into like a cock up Yeah,
1: point. Matt, could you try and be a little bit more professional, please? Seriously? Yawning? Every what if every time you yawn a ghost puts their finger in your mouth?
2: I'd yawn more often. Oh. With my, me with, too. With my butt?
0: <laughs> 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 Oh God. <laughs> would now be an
3: apt time for me to just start talking about what I've done and we move on from this yeah I think so
2: we do assume Snipe fine and ask to move on
3: okay uh, whilst, whilst Snipe has a crisis over here uh, I- I'll talk about some things that I've been up to please do that really has broken you hasn't it <laughs> anyway so uh, to please the tabletop people in the crowd I, I do have a minor amount of tabletop news to talk about nice what have you been up to uh, so i've been i've been getting into laser burn Ooh. which is uh jesus christ <laughs> yes. do you want to go out the room So, I've been getting into Laserburn, which is a tabletop skirmish game that was made in 1980 uh, by Brian Ansell, who ran Games Workshop for a while, uh, currently runs War Games Foundry. Do you want, okay. seriously, do you want a second? <laughs> no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. because I'm, I'm not sure how well I can talk about things whilst you're having a crisis over here.
1: <laughs> Blame Matt. He's the one who's gaping his ass at ghosts. Oh, ow. I'm good. Okay.
3: So, yes, I, I've I've been... Uh, and by getting into it, I mean, I've been reading a lot about it and I've been, like, painting miniatures. Um, <laughs> but I...
1: Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, painting, <clears throat> painting miniatures, you say.
3: Yes, I have been painting miniatures. Um. So yeah, uh, the next episode of Codex Compliant is going to be on Laser Burn. In fact, because oh, cool. it has connections, uh, not just because Brian Ansell wrote it, uh, but because of other things that will become apparent later. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Um. And yeah, it's just an interesting little little thing because a, it's really fucking old, and games from that era uh, have a habit of being written in a way that makes them incomprehensible. Oh yeah, I bet. Uh, like you know how modern games do this thing where they have examples ever? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, apparently examples were invented in about 1993. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. Here
1: for uh, inventions.
3: Yeah, it was very useful for actually learning how your game system works. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the minis are 15mm minis, so they're like, they come. mini up... boys? Yeah, they, they're like half the size of like an old like 40k
2: miniature. Obviously, oh. they,
3: they come up to like the knees of like a Primaris because 40k minis
2: have like had scale creep, something fierce. Yeah, so. I don't think they should be called minis anymore, honestly. <laughs> it should be called. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I have a problem with that, but they're not mini.
1: What, okay, Mr. Matt. Like, I won't call you... I'll call you Drummer because Mr. Matt was your father. Okay. How, what would you propose? What do you mean what? What Mr. have you done? He's my, I, he's my dad now.
2: Okay, right, fair, okay.
1: Yeah. He's adopted me. Yep. Yep. That's what the car seat was for.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh... But yeah,
1: Drummer Matt, what would you propose we call them instead of miniatures? Um, the new ones, I mean. Smallatures? Yes, yes, that. Smaller because that's not mini; it's just, it's small. just small. You know, yeah. you, know when works Matt, well. you know
3: when Matt just agrees to things
2: because he wants this to be over.
1: <laughs> no, he agrees because he's my friend and likes my ideas.
2: Well. I mean, in this one specific case, it was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So, wait. This
1: one. Wait, specific... wait, 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 wait. You know. Anyway, I'll be thinking laser... about that for a while.
3: The laser burn miniatures are quite small, uh, so they're. They're really adorable, uh, but also they're very interesting because, unlike say, epic miniatures that are like hard, you know even smaller, because they're the laser burn ones are maybe like two to three times as big as like an epic mini. Um, but once you scale them down so much to like epic size, they have to lose ninety percent of their detail just yeah. because of how small they are. Whereas these can still retain a a shocking amount of detail oh, like good. if it's a, a human face or whatever then it has to be very basic but for like armour and stuff they actually keep quite a lot uh, the Imperial Troopers because there's an Imperium in it because of course Of okay. course. Um, look remarkably like the Santarans from Doctor Who when they're in full armour I so thought that's...
1: they were sontarons.
3: I'm not getting into that that deep, <laughs> deep cut you just made there, to do with an Australian <laughs> refusing to pronounce it the way the writer did.
1: <laughs> Honestly, like as an Australian, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, Laserburn is super interesting. Uh, you can still buy it from a website called Alternative Armies. Uh, the original rule books and models are still put out by them. Well,
1: it's not like the, the original rule books like seven quid. Yeah, like um, as a physical copy, and like you can get like little miniatures. Oh. Like, for, like, 50p. Yeah, I bought... And they are cute. That's I like, bought, like...
2: new, not, like, someone's hoarded them from the, from the 80s. No, like, they're still no, making then, them. Yeah, yeah. still making them. Oh, cool.
1: It, it's really, really cool.
3: Yeah, and like I said, I bought, like... Uh, I, I did, like, a test order from them, and I just bought, like, four minis just to see how long they'd take Didn't to come. they come,
1: like, the next day? They came
3: in... I, I ordered them, like, on the 17th, uh, at, like, late at night, because... Basically, someone had left a comment about that laser burn existed, and so I looked it up, found these things, and became within,
1: obsessed with it. Wrote half a script on it
3: within forty minutes, and <laughs> uh, had then and had bought some already. And I got that I know I, I ordered them on the the night of the fifteenth, and they came on the seventeenth, yeah, in, in like the morning,
1: ridiculously huh. quick.
3: Um, however, I did order some like. Four days ago, and then they've not been dispatched yet.
1: so well, it's like there's a global pandemic or something. Yeah, almost like
3: there's things. Uh, so, yeah, um, so I'm waiting for the actual rule book and stuff to arrive because I've been going off a PDF that I found. Hmm. um But yeah, uh, so you can still buy them, so it's actually really cool. cool. Uh, is, it still, you, is it
2: still on the same edition?
3: Yeah, they only ever made one. Ah. Uh, I mean it's yeah. more complicated than that but that will be giving yeah, away fun w- things for the video. <laughs> uh so yeah uh, but yeah I've been having some fun fun kind of going through that it, it's it's really interesting uh just the sheer scale of them is is fascinating and uh, I've, I, like, they, they're one of those ones that they come with little bases built into them, but they're really, like, small, because they're, like, you know, um, plastic green army men. Yeah. Mm. Like, they're those style bases, uh, like, cast into Just really metal. shitty
1: and probably quite um, bent and They're uneven and, uneven. and they fall over easy. Yeah. Uh,
3: so I've mounted all of mine on pennies.
1: You know what I can't <laughs> get over with, like, pennies and stuff? If you use a penny... As a miniature base, it feels really wrong. Like you know, you shouldn't be using currency for that. But if you paid for a a, a, um, a round a base, disc of metal, a round disc of metal, or a round disc of plastic, it would cost so much more than a penny. Probably, yeah. And yeah. it's just, it's like I, that. That just always blows my mind.
3: It's yeah, because I often use pennies to like weigh down. Uh, mm, like metal models and stuff. Usually, like um, uh, 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 back in the day when uh, devastators were oh, a God. plastic kit, but they had metal weapons, yeah. and yeah. they were on twenty five millimeter bases, so they <laughs> fall the over all the dead time. Who thought that was a
1: good idea? Um, Jesus, we are honestly living in. So- we are so pampered now. <laughs> like, dang, like oh yeah, back in the day it was like yeah, you get one model. Fuck you. Like, and it's literally, like, three kilograms in weight. And also, if you spend too much time handling it, you'll fucking die.
3: <laughs> on the other side, the models are, like, five times more expensive, so... Inflation.
1: Oh, more than that.
3: <laughs> I mean, it, it depends largely on which model. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, so um, but, yeah, anyway, uh, it, yeah, you'd weigh down those devastators with a penny, and that'd work quite well.
1: I'm sure people used to use washers as well. Yeah, yeah, I went like out I to buy words. a bag of
2: washers, and yeah, it worked out as more expensive for the bag of washers than it would have been just to use the coins I was buying them with. So I was like, "Well, I'll just
3: use <laughs> <Right>? the coins."
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and especially now when nowhere takes fucking
3: pennies, so you might as well use them. Well, for no one's things. taking cash now. Yeah, so that's what I mean, no one's taking cash because yeah. of uh, yeah, the world is on fire. Um, How about yours? But anyway, metaphorically uh, and literally. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Uh... But anyway, we're here to help you forget all that just for a brief yep. amount of time because, you know, we all need some reprieve, otherwise, we'll all lose our minds.
3: That is true. That is true. I actually wasn't going to say a single other thing about mm. it. So. I
1: will say I bought, well, Wib bought me today a little Donald Duck who's like a chibi little Donald Duck with like a clip. You know how they have like the clip arms so that you can clip them onto things, like the side of a baby's pushchair? Yeah. Or something like that. And he is super grumpy. He's got like really cranky eyebrows, but he's super, super cute and baby. And I'm going to post a picture of him on Twitter because he is the most adorable thing in the world. And the woman who was serving me in the Disney store was honestly like, I kind of wanted to stop and just go, I have hearing aids. Could you please speak up? Because she was like, I was like a foot taller than her and about a hundred decibels louder. So (laughs) (laughs) maybe that was Minnie Mouse.
3: I don't oh, think. Oh shit! I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Mm. Um,
1: the end, like we were gushing about how cute and grumpy he was. And also, we found out today that the Disney store refers to their um, their employees as cast members, which I kind of just wanted to fucking strangle. Oh the, yeah, a corporate yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I
3: knew that anyway because Disney do that with like the people that work at places like Disney World. They refer to their staff as cast members.
1: That's really gross.
3: Um, I think it's so that they. It, it
1: feels like they're part of the magic instead of just having to pay rent
3: yeah <laughs> it, uh, yeah I, i'm I getting know. depressed
1: again anyway this donald Duck was super cute and i'll put him on my twitter at snap the sorrow and also people have been buying me lots of really cute cuddly toys lately off amazon <laughs> yes. and my house is getting very full but i don't actually care it's the best <laughs> thing ever and i got a sleepy Charmander the other day and he is oh super i saw good. that one i know he's oh, so cuddly yeah. and like you turn him over and he's got like a little yellow tummy and he's got like on it on his on his he's got like little yellow toe beans as well. It's just like oh, okay, I'm gonna <laughs> cry talking. Yeah, toe beans. Like you know, kitty toe beans.
2: Um, you know,
1: like, like you, know, you know, cats on the other on
2: their side paws. of their paws. Their ah, pads, okay, yeah, yeah, bad thing. Those are yeah. toe beans. Okay, toe beans. Good.
1: Or, or, or beans. Yep. See, Good. you can't see bunnies because they have secret beans. Because all like bunny bunny beans are covered by fluff.
3: Yes. I'm going to carry on talking about things. I wanted to
1: talk about something nice. So.
3: Okay. Well, I was going to talk about uh, a new video game.
1: Nah, let's talk about Beans.
3: I'm going to talk about the video game. <sighs> uh, I've also been playing... Uh, I've played a little bit of um, Necromunda Underhive Wars. Ooh, nice. The, the new... Um, Warhammery game. Um, I, I can't remember the specific number, but it was uh, gifted to us entirely like out of nowhere by um, someone called Dan. Uh, they did have some numbers after their name, but I forgot to write it down.
1: Mm. Thank uh, you, Dan. So
3: thank you very much.
1: Thank you, uh, Dan.
2: One or possibly Dan two, possibly
3: Dan, Dan three. one,
1: two pi. Delete as a please. It was. It will be with the the combination will be within pi. So. I, it was yeah. three
3: numbers. I remember that much. Well, okay.
1: Yeah, there's more than three numbers in pi, honey.
3: True. Yep. There's, a, there's I, at
1: least seven.
3: I feel we're getting hung up on, on, on this this very small issue.
1: Well, someone's going to give Drummer Maths bonus.
3: Anyway, I've been playing Necromunda Underhive Wars a little bit. Not too much because we're going to do something with it. It's going to be pretty it's, sexy. It's, it's going to be mysterious. We're Ooh, doing something. It's sexy. We're going to do a thing. Um,
1: I'm going to cover myself in jam and run away from my problems
3: again. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so I've been playing a little bit of that. Um, It's a weird kind of game, because I know that it's very heavily um, borrowing things from Mordheim, because it's the same company that made that.
1: Is that like a D-Blow kind of thing? No. Okay. No. uh, I've heard of Mordheim, but I, I think it's like a strategy game? Okay, it's Uh, a game where you can use a mouse. I'll tell you what. Shall I?
3: Shall I describe it because I know what it is?
1: (laughs) Mm, No, I'm going to tell you what it is. Okay. Okay. So it's a. um, It's actually quite a strange like combination of genres. It's a fighting game, right? Slash, like Diablo, like you know, looter uh, shooter because they have guns in it because it's Necromunda. And
3: oh, it's Necromunda now. We're not talking about Mordheim now.
1: No, no, that's no. It's literally Necromunda, but the thing is, they couldn't actually call it that because it was it was already a copyrighted thing. So it's even kind though, of like it, um, even Starcraft Mord, kind of like thingy.
3: Even though Mordheim is is literally also a Games Workshop property.
1: No, it's not. Not not with video games. Not they didn't have games. the license for it. So, so who thought... had,
3: who had the license for Necromunda then? Because there is no other Necromunda video game. Uh, me, you have it. Yeah. Okay. So
1: so I sold okay. it to them because okay. I'm just a good person. Okay. And I was like, I will tell you what, you give me. Four pounds nine, and and a bag of like popcorn chicken, just like a, a garbage bag full of popcorn chicken. It could be cooked
3: or uncooked.
1: Honestly, mix it up a bit. I like me some medium rare popcorn chicken sometimes, That's you know, it's upsetting. nice. It's ha- nice to have squishy that's, and crispy. I don't like any of this. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And then you just kind of like, yeah. You know, anyway, we're getting sidetracked. But yeah. um, <laughs> we, Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. Could you just like fucking keep on topic, please? For like five minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. This is so unprofessional. Really, honey. Come can, on. Can I,
3: can I talk about the actual video games that exist? I
1: have literally forgotten what you were talking about. I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any, you're honest. That's fine. Okay, so, yeah, it's made by the same people who made Mordheim and it's kind of similar in it in its thing. Apparently, although I've never played Mordheim. I have. Uh, the basic idea is that it's a turn-based, uh, like, squad, um, like, tactics game. So you've got so much room to move and then you have actions that you can do certain things with. So you shoot or you can, like, kneel down and hide behind things and stuff. Um it's, it's a really, like, it took me a while to kind of get used to how just the basic game functions, because it does kind of throw a lot of information at you at once, even in the tutorial, and you kind of just, I, what? Okay. Um, and what makes it really peculiar is that the movement phase, it's not like, um, like, you know, a lot of strategy games are in a sort of pseudo-isometric thing, where they're, like, pulled out, like, yeah. UX calls yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. Um, this... Is not that you when you move a player, you are controlling them like it's a third person action game, as in you're physically moving them around, huh. you just have so much room you can move. Okay, uh, which is that's, we,
1: that's quite hands on. I kind of like because
3: I went I went into it with literally zero, um, like knowledge of anything about it, and I kind of kept it intentionally that way. Uh, and yeah, I went into it and was just like, Oh, this is weird, I've not played a like a kind of strategy game that's done this before. Um, and it is really cool, like seeing Necromunda realised as a video game, because it's you know because it's this one of the spin-off games. You kind of haven't really; it's not been given the same kind of attention that, say, we we've seen the the forty k universe in a wider sense Mm. realised in high def graphics on many occasions. Um, but you haven't really seen, like, Necromunda and that and the Underhive kind of world uh, realize like that. So, like, the character models and stuff all look really kind of fun and interesting. Um, the, the main story, because I've not played any of the, um, like, free play stuff where you can just pick a gang and, like, build them up. I've just played a bit of the story, and the story seems to center, at least in the early missions, on being part of House Escher.
1: They are kind of like the poster... The the poster gang, yeah, um, mm. and it, yeah, it's pretty well put
3: together. Um, I, I won't say who, but there's there's one particular voice actor who's pretty bad, um, <laughs> but the rest are pretty good, uh, and, and even the one that's bad is kind of bad in an endearing way. So you know, <laughs> that's that's fine. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll t- we'll be able to talk a bit a bit more about that uh, later on when we do the thing that we're going to do with that video game. Um I've also played a little bit of the game Convoy.
1: Very good. I'm car, listening. But uh
3: which is I got it
1: for you like a couple of months ago.
3: Yeah, I think it was, I only realized like the other day because you didn't tell me you bought it for me. I just looked at the seamless and went, wait, we've got Convoy?
1: And I was like, yeah, I bought it for you. And you were like, when? I was like, I don't remember, months ago? And you were like, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I don't
3: know. It's just a blank.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, "Uh, maybe I just forgot when I went and made a sandwich or something. Well,
3: I am appreciative.
1: Well, no, I always um, look out for things for you because, as much as you know, you bully, you cyber bully me on the internet. I do actually <laughs> care about you and constantly try and throw money and affection and gifts at you because you're the best thing in the world. But whatever, you big Aww. stinky butt face.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <Mwah. laughs> Selfie, you made me blush.
3: <laughs> um,
0: stinky butt.
3: But uh, mm. but yeah, uh, convoy is basically a game in which you play. Uh, you you have a literal convoy. It's like. You've got a kind of like think Mad Max war rig type thing, but it's (laughs) defense. But it's mostly defenseless, and you have other vehicles that are that are sort of protecting it. And it's like on a constant scroll, and you have to move the vehicles around, um, get them into range of firing other people, and use special abilities, and. It's kind of a roguelike style thing, so you're going from town to town um, buying upgrades. It's in a lot of ways similar to something like FTL, but it's Mm. much more hands-on and there's much more real-time things to worry about because although you can pause at any time to, like, issue orders to things, um, there will be, like, rocks that obviously are, like, will be going past because you're driving past them, but your perspective's kind of limited on the the people because it's all top-down. And I find that it, it's incredibly harsh with if your car hits a rock at full speed, it's just fucking dead. So you mm. just, so if you just are not paying attention to one car for like a couple of seconds and you just don't notice that it's heading towards a rock, then you basically can just completely screw your run. <laughs> um, which is a bit of a shame because like I, I have this problem with video games where I can only pay attention to so many things on screen at once um, and that number is three, uh, which I, I found <laughs> okay. out whilst playing uh, the original Castlevania and getting to the fight where you fight Frankenstein's monster with a little Igor uh, jumping around uh, because I could pay attention to my character. I can pay it uh, moving around. I can pay attention to the Frankenstein's monster. I can pay attention to Igor. But then when Igor starts hurling projectiles, my brain has to blank one of those th- all the three objects out <laughs> to pay attention to the projectile.
1: There's it's, only so many processes you, you yeah, can like deal with.
3: That is an exact amount, uh, and you start off with three objects to pay attention to before other things join in. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I've been getting better at it by just being just whenever I start getting overloaded, I can just pause it and re sort of uh, re, rejig my kind of mind a bit. Mm. Um, I mean, that,
1: that's good that you can at least have a have a breather. So. Yeah.
0: So. it's
3: it's good and you do um, like you encounter very again very much like FTL you like encounter little events that you know you might just take someone and you have to take them somewhere or they'll, you'll get told there's a reward somewhere and so you go to it uh, random encounters out and about because between doing the actual fights uh, it then cuts to like a map that's on like a hex grid and you just drive around and you've got fuel and you're just trying to get you, you know you've got Basically, the, whole, the plot is that you, your ship, your spaceship, crashed on this this, this area, and um, you you need to get the um, the spare parts for it. And so you're looking for them in the area. Uh, they're all references. So one's a flux capacitor. One's a self-sealing stem bolt, you know, they're all...
1: But the thing is, that one should be fucking useless.
3: Because no one knows <laughs> what self-sealing knows stem what bolts... They are, yeah. and
1: nobody wants them.
3: Yeah, if you don't know, uh, self-sealing stem bolts is a reoccurring gag in Star Trek Deep Space Nine, uh, it's where... It's like Nog, isn't it? Uh, I think it, the first... Oh no, it's his dad. The first time they appear, I believe it's because uh, it ends up with Nog and Jake acquiring a huge batch of self-sealing stem bolts... And no one wants them because most people don't seem to know what they're for. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it becomes a reoccurring gag of like people will sit there and go, oh, so we've got a... uh you know, we've got a delivery of self-sealing stem bolts or things like that. They'll go, oh, what's... So, you know, they'll, like, they'll be looking through containers and one of the containers will usually contain self-sealing stem bolts or something and they'll say it out loud, you know.
1: Self-sealing stem bolts. Try saying that, like, five times fast.
3: I will not. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't know... I I, I want to play it some more because I've only played, like, an hour or so of it because my, my brain can't deal with too much of it at once. But it is fun. It It, it is fun. And, yeah, you can often find it quite cheap, so that might be something worth looking at if you enjoy things like FTL and things like that Um, I've also been watching some stuff I watched a bunch of Ultra Q uh, which if you've listened to the most recent Men With Funny Heads you will know because we did a couple of episodes on it on there
1: Men With Funny Heads with Wib and Longfang discussing episodes of sci-fi slash sci-fi movies in depth with some humour charm and lovely lovely voices (laughs) available on all good platforms like Spotify a couple of shitty ones and a couple of shitty ones, but that's okay.
3: It's available on good, so on good platforms and iTunes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so be well, sure to go on over and listen to it today.
3: Uh, thank you. Uh, but yeah, so um, Ultra Q being the precursor to Ultraman. It's the first thing in the Ultra series, but it doesn't have Ultraman in it. It doesn't have like, a consistent big hero character. It's It was kind of envisioned as like the Twilight uh twilight zone
1: it's kind of a vision of twilight so you know there's a really like emotionless teenager
3: <laughs> um so it was like a sort of anthology of lots of weird like sci-fi bits of nonsense you're right there
1: okay so you know how i just mentioned twilight yeah i remember that there's a okay so stephanie and meyer put out a new twilight book which was just the first book from Udar's perspective you mean that once she wrote like
3: a deck, and then ago. was like,
1: "No, I'm not releasing it." And now I guess she wants like a new deck, or, or like I don't know, a conservatory or something. Yeah, she's got to eat. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, she put that out, and it's literally like you know the ce- the hilarious scene in the movie that is also basically verbatim in the book, where she walks into class and there's like a fan making her hair flow all angelically, and he looks like he's just shat himself, and he's like. <gasps> And like, yeah, you know why he's doing that? Because it needs needed to be explained, not just, oh God, she's hot and I can't read her mind and also I want to drink her blood. It's him literally sitting there internally going, okay, um, I'm going to kill her, eat her and then kill everyone else in this room just to protect my identity. Uh, and basically going into how he's going to like murder all these innocent stat- like, bystanders just so he could like drink her blood. Oh, and this is a reoccurring theme. Oh. And it's just like, wow. That that's, sounds... It's, it's an even more healthy relationship than we originally thought. Oh, good. I'm going to talk
3: about Ultra Q now. Go for it. Uh, it, it was just much... really
1: funny to me. And yeah. I was just like, wow, okay.
3: Okay. Uh, so, yes, Ultra Q was envisioned as a kind of Twilight Zone type thing. But because it was made in the late 60s, they were like, put more kaiju in it. Because kaiju were big right now. I
0: mean,
1: I think... I mean, honestly, kaiju were big all the time. That's kind of half no,
3: their No, were big all the time. Okay. Kaiju were not necessarily big.
1: Okay, that's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> that's, that is the most, the worst, <laughs> well, actually, I think the I will thing. ever do. <laughs> yeah, I think so. None of them are good, but that was the worst. <laughs> yes, yes.
3: <laughs> that was incredibly shitty. Uh, but yeah, uh, and it's, it's a fun little series. Uh, you, you may be able to find the restored versions entirely on YouTube if you look for them which um, we
1: wouldn't condone but you, fucking do it who cares which we wouldn't condone
3: but also just fucking do it who cares mm. um but yeah it's it's a fun little series uh and it's um it, it's very very consumable because the stories are nice and simple uh, the characters are kind of just like likable and it's just a new weird antagonist every week that may or may not be a modified Godzilla costume because it was made by Tsuburaya Productions and Eiji Tsuburaya used to work for Toho and so was on good terms with them and so could just nick off with suits and they wouldn't mind it's a whole thing Uh, uh, but yeah I also have been watching Sequest DSV because uh, Shanus who sent us um, Space Fleet also at the same time sent C- the full, like, complete collection of Sequest DSV for me to watch because he knew <laughs> that that's the sort of thing I would watch.
0: <laughs>
3: and yes, I very much am watching it. It's actually really quite fun. So if you're not familiar with Sequest DSV, it was put out in, I think, 1993. And the best way to put it is that... Okay, so imagine if star trek the next generation had the bloke the main bloke from jaws as the captain
1: who can do like sick acrobatics
3: he can um and was underwater so everything was wet that's it it's just star (laughs) trek but wet and with the bloke from Jaws, it also has Ted but Raimi in it, which it has is weird. a dolphin. It does have a dolphin called Darwin, who it I read up about, it and apparently at all times is not a real dolphin; is an animatronic all it's the time.
1: Dolphins are fake as fuck. I mean, like, they, like dolphins just look fake all the time. Yeah. Dolphins
3: do look like they're made of rubber. So when you make a fake dolphin out of rubber, it turns out it looks pretty good.
1: <laughs> Honestly, it does look really good. Yeah,
3: like considering it was done in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, sequels. Yeah, nothing done in the early '90s looks good. No, yeah.
1: including me. <laughs> Thank I, you for letting that hang in the air, so we all got to <laughs> sit in it. Terrific.
3: Yeah, I'm like, I can't think of any way of taking that that isn't it doesn't isn't upsetting. So let's just <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I, I guess I was technically like produced in the '80s. Yeah, you were
3: produced in the '80s, really. Yeah, but the then, same year as Star Trek: Next Generation, and the fact.
1: same year as uh, Predator. Mm. classic uh, the same year that Meryl Silverberg was born
3: mm. um, See, I was just born the same year that the Challenger blew up so you know I
1: mean it's not <laughs> a coincidence no um, so <laughs> sh- we get back Chern- to
3: didn't Chernobyl happen in 86 oh, no. as well oh
1: no yeah maybe you should have just stopped like <laughs> okay. like stop doing all those world ending horrible tragedies
3: um, but yeah uh, Sequest is is a surprising amount of fun I remember watching it as a kid but I didn't really remember anything about it like going forward and watching it again has been like just kind of adorable because it's you you know how like Star like 90s Star Trek especially TNG and less so DS9 because it got a more kind of hefty story over time um but like Voyager had it as well where it's just very comfortable television to watch
1: it's mm. it's I honestly like seeing some of the episodes that you've been watching. It feels like that kind of like warm, cozy kind of like murder she wrote, diagnosis murder kind of thing. Like like <laughs> oh, the um, oh, yes, like you know, there's there's that kind of I don't know. It's just this warmth. There's a form- even though the subject matter is a yeah. Bit,
3: there's a formula. Uh, you know what's going to happen. And... It has
1: slapstick that isn't really funny, but it's it's kind of endearing because it's so. Bad. Yeah. It's like it, it's like silly granddad humor. Yeah, it, it isn't racist. It doesn't take itself
3: 100% seriously, which sort of means that the sillier elements kind of work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like it's, that. Yeah, um, just, it just seems kind of cozy.
3: And yeah, it's just an interesting it, it's it's a very interesting show show to to watch again. Um it, the cuz the basic idea is that there is this huge um submarine Called SeaQuest. DSV stands for, I think it's Deep Submersible Vehicle. Something like that. Um, And it's this enormous thing. And it was originally uh, designed as like a nuke launching warship. um, But it got retrofitted. And
1: they just stuck a dolphin in the launcher. <laughs>
3: they literally stick a dolphin in its torpedo tube. At one oh point. my yes. god! Really? Oh, they
1: put a dolphin in the torpedo tube? Did they like they're shoot like, it? You... At someone?
3: No, they're like, you can't shoot a dolphin out of that. They're like, we're not going to shoot him out of it.
1: We're just going to open up and he can swim out. Okay, that's that's not as bad. Yeah. Oh, it's just
3: like, but they do, okay. they do, they do, they do mount the the dolphin in a torpedo tube. It's true. Mm. Uh, however... So
1: is is it like the salmon tube?
3: No, it's a torpedo tube.
1: No, but it's like, no, it's like the you know the. <laughs> It's that... not the fish.
2: Tube. Can you no. not do that noise again?
1: <laughs> Why not? What's wrong with it, Matthew? Do you not like it? Maybe I shouldn't make horrible noises on, like you know, on a, microphone, a, a, an
3: audio-only medium.
1: Yeah, drummer Matt. <laughs> but it's, it's the salmon fish it's not, tube. No. Where you it's, put dolphins no, in it. No, and it's and not. It
3: goes, it's not. And I, <laughs> I can't. I, I can't stick to the point I'm trying to make at any point today. <laughs>
1: I am very tired.
3: <laughs> Sequest DSV, yes. Um, dolphin tube. Do- there is no dolphin tube. There is a dolphin though. His name is Darwin, and he can talk. Well, he's got this technology that means you can understand him, and he can talk to you. Um, so he's like, so he'll he's like, ah yes, Bridger, friend. He's voiced by Frank Welker. Uh, you know Megatron, so that's funny. <laughs> yes. Um, not that Megatron.
1: Oh, then I don't care.
3: The Megatron from the G one cartoon. Okay,
1: that's fine.
3: Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's a cool series, and the, the, it's the whole thing. And it's set, because it's set underwater, it has this interesting thing. So everything's done with CGI, like all of the submarines and things. But because it's obviously got this, it's got like a filter over everything to make it like dark blue, so it looks like it's in the deep ocean. It actually covers up the like shoddiness of the of like the early '90s CGI quite well. Hmm. So it makes it look like late '90s terrible TV (laughs) CGI as opposed to (laughs) early '90s terrible TV CGI. So it actually works quite well, in in all honesty. And the the whole conceit is that in the future of 2018. Oh shit. uh, Mankinds sort of realize uh, sort of got better at like underwater technology and they've realized how to like you know harness the sea for resources. so and
1: talk to dolphins
3: a little bit uh, and so yeah there's like undersea colonies and things um and the amount of guest stars that have shown up are kind of fun, like there's uh, one episode where Tim Russ, who's Tuvok in Voyager, and Seth Green show up. Seth Green is a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> uh there's another one where um like they it's basically an episode of Firefly because there's like a mining town except it's an Australian mining town.
0: Oh yeah.
3: And it's and it and there's like one guy who's taking it over um but he's actually played by the actor who played Ducky in NCIS. <gasps> no, Ducky uh,
1: can't be evil.
3: So he's playing the bad guy. So yeah, it's uh, apparently William Shatner shows up later, so oh that's no. so that's going to be fun because
1: mm. uh, I can't um, wait to see him literally chew the fucking set. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness,
3: he's a fun actor to see, but he's a bit of a wanker. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a limit to which I can be excited about William Shatner. Uh, but it's it's in, you know it's interesting when he shows up in things that aren't Star Trek because you know um, you get you're so used to seeing him play Kirk that uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. We're probably going to do an episode of it again on Men with Funny Heads at some point because it's just a kind of fun thing. Also, uh, it's despite being a thing that's primarily a, a science fiction thing, it has in the early, I've watched like maybe okay, there's 18 discs of this complete collection. How,
1: how far <laughs> through are you?
3: I'm. I think I'm. I've watched most of the fourth disc at this point.
1: Oof. Uh, that's dedication. Because there's two
3: seasons. It's on DVD, so it's you know there's there's like there's like
1: three or four episodes. Yeah, yeah, I get you, I get you.
3: And already there's one episode that's about ESP existing, and another episode in which, well, they they go to what is basically the Titanic. It's not actually the Titanic, but it's it looks exactly like it, and they create its own their own fiction about like it's sinking. And a pocket of it is, like, just perfectly, like, preserved underwater. And it's got ghosts in it. And everyone's like, oh, shit, there's ghosts. And then they have to solve the problem with the ghosts. The sea's haunted. And help the ghosts, like, <laughs> cross over and anything. It's not like it would be in Star Trek, where it would be, like, some kind of alien or temporal phenomena. No, they're just literal this fucking ghost. ghosts. And they're oh. just like, yeah, no, these are ghosts. And so the whole episode takes place in, like, a 1910s ship. Whilst all these characters are running around, it's really peculiar.
1: you were telling me that at the end of these episodes, they have some fucking guys sit down and talk to you about real-world science. Just, like, like no... Yeah, the, the, the like,
3: science advisor for the show comes on and is like, Hi, my name's... I think it's Bill Ballard, I think his name is. Good name. And he comes on at the end and goes, Hi, in this episode, we talked about sinkholes. In the real world, sinkholes do this. Blah, 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 blah. And, or, like, oh, but, um, so Sequest, because it's this huge ship, it has multiple little submersibles that are remote-controlled that they call whiskers. Uh, okay, that, that's kind of cute, actually. That go around it and, like, detect stuff. So they're, like, it's eyes and ears. Um, hence whiskers. Yeah, hence whiskers. Um, and they said, oh, yeah, this is based on these submersibles. And he talks a little bit about real-world submersibles. So yeah, just what? the end of every episode has, like, 30 seconds of some guy going, oh, by the way,
1: Yeah, okay, but I want to know what the fuck Bill was saying about Titanic ghosts.
3: He didn't say anything about ghosts, but he was talking about how... Um, they have found, like, the Titanic, and I think they just found the Lusitania, which was another white star Line ship that got sunk, I believe, by a German Mm. Um, U-boat. Before the uh, Titanic, I believe, the Lusitania got sunk. I had a friend at school who was, like, Fucking obsessed with the Titanic, so um, Yikes. yeah, I, I learned. Was far it more. was
1: it because of the movie? Just, did yes. that get them into it? Yeah, okay, 100%. fair enough. I mean, that's not me passing judgment. You get into things, however the hell you get yeah. into things. So Literally, I, I was just curious. The
3: only time I've ever watched Titanic was because he watched it and I was
0: there.
1: I watched it once, and then I watched a, a friend of mine made me watch it again, and I was like, yeah, um, okay, and then like. Oh, we did get to watch Romeo and Juliet in English class.
3: Yeah, we did as well. You mean Romeo x f- Juliet or Romeo plus Juliet.
1: That's what it's officially Whatever called. the fuck it's called. The I found Leonardo it, DiCaprio one, which is I, really I found weird. it pretty tedious purely because... I mean, I'm sure the movie was fine, but it was everyone around going, Oh my God, Like Leo is so hot. And I'm like, he's a mop.
3: I liked the part of that movie where... Um, one of the fathers of the families, I can't remember whether it was the Capulets or... Montagues. Montagues. I can't remember which one it was. It was like the the Patriarch was like, he's at one point whilst they're like, a couple of the kids are squaring off against each other. He's like, hand me my broadsword As he reaches for like a submachine gun mounted at the back. It's got broadsword written down the side of it.
1: Yeah. Because like they call the guns like, um, Swords. Yeah, that's. I thought that was a nice touch.
3: Um, but anyway, that was yeah. Sequest. It's it's interesting and and fun. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of a bit of a pain to to look at these days. I think uh, if you haven't got the DVD, so you know if you can track it down, then it's worth a watch. It's kind of fun. Uh, the last thing to mention is just to carry on from something you mentioned last time is I may have been watching the lower decks, the new Star uh, Trek okay. thing. Uh and I have some thoughts. Okay, good. I like it. It's okay. not great, but mm-hmm. I like it.
1: I like the lady. She's really cool. The fight lady. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, like so I I don't think every joke works. Mm-hmm. I I think there's def- there's like uh, bits of it that I I think are oh, as much as I hate hate this term, it does feel like it's trying too hard to emulate Like, the kind of humour of other shows. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, But I I think, like, when it kind of settles down and tries to actually, like, tell kind of fun stories with the characters they've made, I think it does actually have a a bit of heart to it, and I think it's kind of fun. And I didn't realise how much I kind of missed the just basic episodic Planet of the Week format to, to Star Trek, because... Despite it being a completely different genre and a different medium, the fact that it doesn't work on the big overarching plot thing that, you know, modern Star Trek tends to do where it doesn't have, like, lots... Where it doesn't have, like, Planet of the Week episodes. It's all, like, part of one big narrative. But just doing these little this-is-the-problem-this-week episodes...
1: We're gonna go to a heckin' big splore.
3: ...makes it feel very Star Trek to me. Yeah, Um, very good point and yeah i was like i actually i'm actually enjoying this like i i i and i enjoy the characters they've made even if they're a bit they can be a bit shaky sometimes i i feel like this is one of those shows that like if it gets a second season and they can and they once they've kind of got their full kind of idea of what's happening and like where characters should be i think it's going to be quite strong i feel well
1: i mean it's it's Fine star trek series because the first series isn't great so that <laughs> yeah. in fact works in its favor
3: mm. i mean i suppose that that, that thing that we ke- keep saying is not technically true with ds9 because ds9 actually has a pretty good first season
1: that is the exception that proves it rule.
3: and picard's had a decent first season
1: secondary exception <laughs> <all>.
3: <laughs> but yeah without getting into like spoilers or anything because obviously it's not properly out over here or anything but yeah i've, I've been enjoying it um I did, because re- even though I think the design for this uh, Cerritos, Cerritos, that's the name of the main ship, isn't it? Scoliosis.
2: Uh, yeah, it just makes me think of Churros each time.
1: <laughs> Churros look amazing. Yeah. Like, I
3: really do not like the design of the ship. It's really wonky and weird, but it's also supposed to be kind of a shit ship, so, you know, that's fine. Uh, but they they show another, like, new design, which was for the USS Vancouver, and I actually genuinely really like it. It's like... What would happen if there was a proper, like, sort of just post next gen version of a Miranda class? Um, and I and that's the sort of thing that makes me excited. So uh, I quite like that. That was fun. But yeah, no, it's it's fun enough. It does its job. I, I quite like the uh, Bajoran security guard. Uh, oh, like he's, security he's officer.
1: cool. He's, I like he's him
3: because uh, he just wants to blow things up. A man after my own heart. <laughs> Uh, and so that's that's cool but yeah uh, that's that, that's all I wanted to say about it um, oh you, you, men- you mentioned something
2: beforehand that you wanted to mention about
3: the theme tune of it yeah
2: I really love the theme tune I didn't mention I realised I was a bit too negative on it last time and didn't really mention any of the things I liked about it mm. because I kind of just said it doesn't need to exist which is in hindsight possibly slightly undeserved <laughs> Um, I like the
1: theme tune me saying that it should never have existed is a bit harsh
2: (laughs) but the theme tune is amazing I I really like the theme tune I think it's a really good balance of old Trek and like interesting because Picard theme tune is just wank it's just (laughs) just a big total nothing anything it's just it's the same as all like Netflix shows nowadays it's like you can just copy and paste the theme tune between them like generic CGI things flying around and close-ups of no, no teeth or whatever. It is. Yeah. And the ha- thing is, what like... I
1: always liked about, you know, the Star Trek Enterprise, notwithstanding, like, mu- the intro music is that it's all very kind of like hopeful and bombastic and it's mm. fucking go and explore this shit that's awesome. It set a tone really yeah, well. Yeah, it set yeah. a tone really well. Whereas, like, you know, Picard is just like, the world is fucking shit. I don't think it's that bad, but it is. It's it... comparatively. It's miserable.
3: I'd say the problem is, is that like both, as as Matt was saying there, like both that and Discovery just have very generic oh, themes It's So generic.
2: Yeah. Like you, I don't quite understand how they've managed to make them all technically different. Yeah. Like not just them, but this isn't a lot of shows at the moment. It's just like they all have the same theme tune. I don't quite yeah, know how they managed it, but, but I really like, like the theme tune of Blowex. Um, I think it's mm. a really good balance of like. Basically, doing proper Star Trek theme tune, but without just straight up copying one of them or doing nothing interesting.
3: Yeah, I am like I'm, I'm like glad
2: it. they didn't just use all of the old themes.
3: Um, they've made they've given it its own like audio identity, for want of a mm. better term. Uh, and you've also got the intro is quite fun as well because it's like the typical oh the ship. It's very similar to like Voyages intro where it's the ship kind of doing things and flying around space, except it's knocking into things or or like. <laughs> or not being able to get away from something like it's just bad things happening or a chunk falling off the ship like sort of matches the whole sort of idea of the show so but yeah no i, I do agree i think that the intro theme is pretty good but that's all i really wanted to say uh about uh the lower decks
2: and anything really in general uh so matthew what have you been up to? hello i've watched a bit of telly not done too okay, much okay great but, um you may snipe no Uh, So we watched a couple of of Netflix series. First up, we watched Norseman.
0: Oh, have you seen
2: anything uh, about Norseman? No.
1: Is it like Vikings, but a little bit sillier?
2: Yes, but not just a little bit; like a lot bit.
1: Okay. Is it an
2: actual comedy? It's a straight-up comedy. Which you, when we first you glance at like the pictures from it, you're like, oh, it's just like you know Vikings or Game of Thrones or something, but with. I guess more Vikings, so so I we just sort of not we didn't choose not to watch it. We just never got round to watching it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but someone mentioned it; it was funny, and I was like, "Funny, ah!" And then we watched we watched the first episode. And we're like, "Oh, it's a comedy, right?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it different. And yeah, it's it's okay. It's, we watched the first series, and I think there's either two or three, so we may or may not keep going with it. But it is quite funny. But I have. So as as this title suggests, Norseman, it's set in whenever Vikings were around. What, would that be like 1200s-ish, maybe? I actually oh, have no gosh. idea when Vikings were around. Anyway, it's set in the Viking era in Norway with Vikings. But it's filmed, it's a Norwegian production, and it's filmed. They film each scene originally in Norwegian to show in the domestic market, but then they reshoot the scene in English so they can like oh. export it. And I have a sinking feeling that it's kind of funny because their accents are funny. Oh,
0: okay. Um, Like, I think some of the jokes
2: jokes are good, but some of the jokes really aren't. But some of the sort of middle of the ground ones, because they just say it in quite a funny way, and I'm sure there's like, they don't put that much effort, and I'm not saying this necessarily as an insult, but they don't put that much effort into like, learning the lines in English. So there's like weird hesitations and things when they're trying to remember the word. And it kind of just makes it really endearing.
3: So it's like, so it's just the performance is really
2: awkward.
1: It's like well, that Spanish yeah, advert from yeah. Reno 99. With like, look, have you seen that? It, I, I, it's no. It's basically, well, I can't speak Spanish, but it's like this woman going like, Ah, como estas? Like, it's just this really appalling, like, you know how Oh, people, is that from Reno
3: 99? I think so. I've only ever seen it portrayed as being a real thing.
1: Oh no! Apparently, it is fake. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's just like you know when people would stand up in like language classes, like "Guten Tag," "Mein," like "Ich heiße," fucking Bellend, "Ich liebe," "Bauma." Wait, I, right, no, I accidentally said that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> "Ich liebe Boomer" or something. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you're just like fucking hell. <laughs> like the, this- the thing is, if that's if, if like, someone says that in English, it's just like yeah, fucking. Drag it, honey. I fucking hate this language. <laughs> yeah, I fucking, mean,
2: it's, it's not like that. I mean, all of the, all of their English is way better than.
1: it would be better than. Well, our I mean, English, definitely,
2: yeah. definitely, my Norwegian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably, definitely, their my. Than our I know that, I know. So. Ruth
1: can say quite confidently in Norwegian, "I am the cheese." <laughs> so, yeah, so you know, she's she kicking. Do. She's kicking all of our asses in like in that regard, so
2: But yeah, no, 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 it's nothing nothing at all like they're bad at the English. It's just it just puts I think the timings of the jokes land slightly differently, which makes them funnier than they might have otherwise be, if that's mm. I'm trying to say it in a complimentary way, but also it's not the jokes sometimes don't really hit home, I think, if it was just yeah, I... straight up. So it, the,
3: it, basically the oddities of the show's production lend an air of absurdity yeah, to the I jokes. Think, and
1: also but. doesn't seem like it crosses the international punchline as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, there is that something. That one of the jokes or sort of ongoing jokes is that one of these characters might be gay and he's a bit ashamed of it and it's like mm, that's not really mm. a joke. So there's a couple of little bits where I was like if this was and again absolutely nothing against the norwegians but if it was like in like a british production that wouldn't now made nowadays that wouldn't really be the joke anymore I I don't think. Yeah. So there's a couple of bits where it's just a little bit like mm, I don't know. But it was entertaining enough um and it's on Netflix so you know if you've got a Netflix subscription no harm in in checking it out there's definitely some bits that hit home mm. and we'll, we'll see where it goes in the next few series it's a, it's a european series so it's only like six or eight episodes so you're not like investing too much to check, <laughs> yeah. check out the whole series so um yeah it was fine i think is my amazingly <laughs> rounded review of it have you, you the...
1: seen vikings
2: no i haven't i really want to
1: um my brother was like obsessed with me seeing it because he's like you'll love it you'll love it there's like a woman in there i can't remember her name it's like berghild or something like that and it's like oh you're just like her and i'm like okay and then i watched like a few episodes of the first season and it fucking sucked no really and it was like i like how like you know they're pronouncing all the names right like Bjorn and stuff like that i was like that's cool And then it's like, my my brother was like, oh, yeah, you've just got to watch three series before it gets good. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'm fucking sopping right now. (laughs) Thanks. It's like, yeah, I I just, I'm over 30. I've got fucking, I've got to sit in my chair and complain about my fucking back hurting. I can't be fucking (laughs) watching three seasons to wait for something to get good. I've got fucking, I've got government to fucking complain about. (laughs) <laughs> i got rent to fucking pay.
3: I've already watched Star Trek Enterprise. I know what it's like to wait three seasons for something to get good.
1: Yeah. We've paid our fucking dues. <laughs> I'm just going to go outside with a fucking broadsword sewed and just fucking like fight a cab. I don't need this. I think that's when it gets good for me. But yeah, I'm just cranky and I can't be asked to sit through certain seasons.
2: I mean, yeah, there's one thing to getting through a season and then it gets good. Getting through three is a, quite a commitment. Yeah, mm. I mean,
1: I don't know if it was three specifically, but no, it, was, no, like, no, it but... was at least like one yeah. or two and I'm like, nah, I can't commit to that. Especially because it's not like an English series, so it's like, oh yeah, it's like 20 fucking episodes and I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm going to go watch 20 episodes of a show I hate, actually, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> because if I hate it, it's funny. I, if I just don't think it's interesting. Then I can't I'm,
3: say anything. I have watched dozens of hours of Ancient Aliens. over the You last can couple play of the Colossus oh.
1: Marines and Duke Nukem Forever. You cannot say a thing to the point where, like, you keep doing all this stuff to the point where I think that maybe you're trying to soft suggest it's a kink for you. <laughs> it's <laughs> he like hey hey snipe After if you want to sand- slam my balls into the fridge i'd be like okay with it it'd hurt a lot but i mean i guess i'm scum <laughs> the th- the thing with like really bad media is every now and again
3: you'll come across one that tickles you in the exact right way that you i do, I, I think you're the affection that you may have for it isn't ironic it's like you just genuinely kind of love it after insanity is the perfect example it's of that it's
1: a kind of stockholm syndrome and no. maybe some kind of sunken cost fallacy
3: no it's just so it's just so crap that it's uh, hilarious the whole time fair because it's it, it's earnestly trying to do something and failing so spectacular oh, that's, that's
1: camp that's campy yeah. that's fun
3: yeah, that's what. That's, it's like the,
1: yeah. why the room is so like funny, but also don't think about it too much because Tommy Wiseau is an absolute fucking scumbag, <laughs> and I hate him a lot.
3: And also, there's a lot of his ass in that movie. There is far
2: too much of his ass. When you
3: watch it, when you watch the room for the first time, and you're like, there is a lot more nudity in this than I expected. Yeah,
2: especially awkward when you watch it with a friend's like younger sister. Yeah, and we're just like oh. oh my no okay, didn't realize this was happening in this film. We just thought it was a funny bad film. Oh no, mm. <laughs> yeah, that was. Awful. It's just,
1: just, it's just boys, my immortal. That's all it is, but only somehow worse. <laughs> also, can I get a shout out for the guy who plays the friend who leaves his pants in his friend's fuck like underneath his friend's couch, and also gets a blowjob, but before the woman's even gotten head to his dick, he's like. He's—he looks like he's had some of the best fucking like, like ecstasy ever. So he's like, he's like, oh my god, that's so good. And she hasn't even gone near his dick yet. So like, like shout out to the fact that there's like a mutant in there who can just like telepathically suck dudes off. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's like a little bit of little hidden. I, mean, personally, lore. I
3: don't want to shout him out because um, I, I personally am. Um... I mean, unless you're he right, do- he
1: deserves his anim- anonymity because you know. Let's be honest; being in that movie is like a punishment.
3: No, it's just I personally think it's a little rude to go into your friend's living room to get a blowjob uh, without telling them.
1: Yeah, don't don't fuck on your friend's furniture.
3: Unless unless you know you've unless your friends are into that. You know, that's all. It's all been squared off, and that's fine. Yeah, um, Or you just put a seem- top down or something. It just seems a bit rude. Sandbags. To me. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just you yeah. know, it's like you know, like, like Drama comes in and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna fuck your couch," and we're like, "We know."
3: Yeah, that's that's an arrangement that we have. You see, with... we don't
1: mind because he brings us like pastries from a shop called Birds, which is only available in like like Derby. It's like a bakery, <laughs> so he brings like really tasty like. You hey, know, hey, bakery, bakery is
2: understanding it. It's not okay. just a bakery.
1: Okay, I forgot. But Do that... continue.
2: Do continue. I,
1: I, I forgot that you literally have a fucking birds body pillow. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that has to sleep in between you and Ruth. <laughs>
3: It's like a Derbyshire chain of bakeries.
1: Yeah, they do okay coffee. Um, they do really good sausage rolls and stuff. And yeah, like their pastries yeah. are very nice. So yeah, he he kind of like brings those round, you know, and then fucks the couch for for twenty seven minutes. Never longer than that. Never less Never than twenty four. That's yeah, a bit weird.
3: Very
2: precise,
1: orderly.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just how we like it,
3: Matthew. Have you done anything else?
1: Um,
2: yes, we've um, uh, yeah, we've been watching a series. Another Netflix series called Sense8, which I honestly had not heard of, but it really had such a, about. such a big budget, it's such a big thing, and I just hadn't ever really heard of it, I was like, how have I missed this? <laughs> but um, we got recommended it, so we've been starting watching that. Um, uh, uh, oh, oh. Isn't it like
1: a um, like a, it's a supernatural Netflix. kind of yeah kind of. So, so it's powers an, kind of thing?
2: Not not quite, well, not quite powers or such. So it's a Netflix thingy made by the Wachowskis, is that how you pronounce it? Wichowski's, yeah, Lomkowski sisters, yeah. Yep. Uh in twenty fifteen, I think. So it's like a bit old, but not that old. Mm. But I think it was it was before Netflix started making everything. Yeah. <laughs> so it has a because it's set in so the, the 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 gist of it is is that you've got these eight people, hence sense eight with the number eight in the title.
1: Ooh.
2: Yeah. I like yeah. it already.
1: Very good, on point. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
2: Uh, and there's eight people around the world. I think there's there's what there's like two in the states and one in Mexico and London, Berlin, South Korea. A few and uh, I've lost the count of how many that is. There's eight people around the world that have all got this weird telepathic psychic link of some kind. Hmm. And we haven't got to the end of the series yet, so I'm not sure. So you're sort of slowly learning about this. So that's not really that many spoilers. Because you sort of, you get the gist of what's going on with this, and then you sort of learn more about it. So we haven't really had it explained. I don't even know if it is going to be explained properly. But yeah, we've watched the first sort of six so episode episodes, and they're, you know, hour-long, chunky episodes. It's quite, it's good. And we're quite enjoying it. It's it's very weird, though, because we got a lot of people saying it was really good. But I don't know if it's just because now we're watching it, and it's five years later, and sort of we've, like, the world's matured slightly. But it's very, everything about it is a cliche in some way. Mm. It's very... Like, oh, they're doing this thing. Oh, that's really obvious. Oh, but they're, they're still doing it. And it's sort of like, oh, was this just made before it became a cliche? I mean, or that's is this like, everything... That's it's very the, cheesy.
1: Yeah, okay. the Wachowski sisters are really not... Like, um, they're not strangers to... Look, like, to basically creating something that is aped constantly. Mm. Oh,
3: yeah. Mm. Um, I will say, because, although I have not seen the series, I... Have heard a few things about it and mm-hmm. I can tell you that it does go places.
2: Yeah, I think <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Honestly I didn't know it was the Wachowskis If I if I did I probably would have watched it earlier.
2: <laughs> I think it's both it's both of them in the first series and then I I c I can't remember which, but one of them one of them leaves for then the next I think there's three series, I mm. think. There's at least two. Um, yeah, so- I think as it gets towards the
3: end, um, there's some there's some stuff that happens in it that is uh, very interesting that I have been told about, and I, I will mm. not spoil for you. Uh, you will no doubt, when you get to that part, you'll go, oh, that's the, that's bit, the bit that he meant. was talking about, <laughs> because that's a thing I've not seen in a show before.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> it was a little butt. I I'm, don't know.
2: I mean, there has been lots of butts and tits okay. and dicks so far. <gasps> dicks. So there is there. Yes. yes. Okay. So like, and a very problems. and a very 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 moist double-ended dildo. Like the uh, very like in the okay. first like ten minutes of the first see- of the first oh, episode, okay. or something so, like, you just see sh- it drop on the floor and splash <laughs> slightly. <laughs> like, Oh, okay, that's happened. Okay,
1: Funk. but I'm I'm gonna like tell you there are some types of silicon that are just constantly like very tacky. Oh, so... this,
2: this, this isn't just tacky.
1: No, it, it splashes sounds... when they drop it. That's actually really fucking. Funny. I it's like quite, it, It's yeah. pretty great.
3: <laughs> I, I, I'm now, I I don't know why, but you, I want to now use the phrase like, "Oh, that plot point dropped like a double dildo, oh, like a it, moist like, double dildo." <laughs> like,
1: like, yeah, yeah, that works. That works. That's pretty fucking rad. Yeah. So our oh favorite. God, could you I, like, oh, Go on. Mm, sorry. sorry, no. You don't want to know what I was about to ask. Please okay. continue. Well, I,
2: I want to say about my my favorite thing or our favorite thing so far of this series. So it's got quite a few cliches and various cheesy bits. One of those is which is amazing car chase theme to music. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> so like whenever the car chase and then actually a few other times and there's a tense bit it's like a proper like piano going like do oh, yeah. so we're like <laughs> properly getting into these car chases because it's really <laughs> cheesy like low-end piano music i mean it's like this is so cool it's yeah, like no. reminds me full-on of like a you know blues brothers car chase or something oh, <laughs> but like yeah. they're not they're not being fun with it or not being silly with it they're like trying to have a serious car chase but then there's like basically blues brothers car chase theme in the back it's amazing it's great (laughs) like i don't think it has the desired effect that they were going for but we love it
1: no that sounds terrific
2: (laughs) it is excellent is yeah we like it happens at least once an episode and we're just like come on get to the car chase bit or the (laughs) bit that they have the car chase music yeah yeah it's quite satisfying so far but i yeah i have heard it goes it goes weird places so yeah i'm excited to see why Mm. um but yeah that's that's all we've been up to really
1: Okie
2: dokie. The Snipe. It me. It you. What have you been up to?
1: I have been watching a bunch of spooky
2: movies. (laughs) (laughs) Now for the
3: segment of the podcast, Snipe recounts the horror movies she's watched.
1: Hi, I'm Snipe and I watch the spooky movies. Okay, so I finally got round to watching The Nun. My dad was a nun.
3: No, he wasn't.
1: Yes, he was. He stood up in court. They asked him what his occupation was, and he said none.
3: <laughs>
1: that's a that's a uh, black adder joke. Yes, it is. Yeah, and I, I basically only come up with it because I know it. Web has to finish it. Yep. He cannot <laughs> let it hang at all. So, like, if, if I go, great booze up, Edmund. Do you have an explanation for that? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, he can recite, like, fucking swathes of it. So. I actually got it wrong. I
3: should actually remember the exact wording that he says there, honestly. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
1: Um, but yeah, uh, so I watched The Nun, which is part of the Conjuring cinematic universe, which every how time many, I say it... Yeah,
2: how many films are there in this cinematic universe?
1: There's, like, three... Con- I think there's, like, three Conjuring movies. There's Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, Annabelle Comes Home, there's The Nun... And I think that might be it, actually. So there's quite a few. And, like, I'm sure I'm probably missing some or something. But, yeah, there's, there's a good few. But the thing is, it's following, like, Ed and Lorraine fucking... I can't even remember because they're just such fucking hucksters. And, like, I need to see The Conjuring too because that's basically, like, they go to London... And are like, let's help out this girl who's basically Reagan from The Exorcist or something. I don't fucking know. So that's going to be fun. But yeah, like, honestly, I just wanted to watch The Nun because, like, Bonnie Aarons is in it. And she's the woman who plays The Nun. And she's just so gorgeous. I love, like, her face is so interesting. Like, she, because, like, they literally just, like, made her pale and, like, gave her a spooky, like like pallid skin tone and contact lenses but but that's just how she looks she's got a
3: very intense look she's tone. got
1: she's fucking amazing i love her she was a guest judge on dragula <laughs> and it's oh so good and honestly it was just really cool to like just see her kind of fucking about the, the movie other than that was just a bit eh whatever they literally have a french canadian that they just call frenchy good and it's like uh, but he like doesn't want to tell anyone that he's can he's french canadian because then he'll be less fuckable what it is his, mm. his own like thing he's and he's also like super like into the the lady nun who's like accompanying the father to go to this monastery where
3: barking like, up the wrong tree there
1: yeah <laughs> um where content warning there, there is suicide and kind of like suicide imagery and stuff like that uh, because a, a nun has taken her own life and they're like this is really weird what the hell uh there's something evil up there and it's just the nun it's just bonnie Aaron's, just you know having a bit, bit of a chill out and yeah it's fine it's just it's not it's not scary um it's got a, it's got a couple of jump scares and that's about it but i just really liked seeing bonnie Aaron's just just being her fucking spooky ass self <laughs> it was very fun um I watched a I watched a really good one that I didn't think I'd actually like, uh called Eli. Um E L I. It's about a little kid who's um he's got like the oh I can't remember what it is, but it's 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 like when when a when a person is like allergic to everything so you have to keep them in like a bubble. Yeah. You know, yeah. or like like they they have to live in a clean room and everything you give them has to be like thoroughly like uh, decontaminated. Yeah, they basically
3: don't have an immune system. Yeah,
1: yeah. And like, it's this weird thing where if he's outside, it, like, he, he, like, it starts out and they put him in like a little, like, um, like a little clean suit. And there's just a bunch of these, like, 30 year old men who start throwing fucking rocks at this, like, nine year old boy. And I'm like, gee, even for horror movie standards, that's fucking, that's intense. <laughs> And they, they cut his suit and you see his skin starts going like really red and like intensely red and blotchy and he's having trouble breathing and they're like, oh no, and they duct tape him up and and it's kind of like the family is taking him to this very special um, like clinic because of course it's America. So, you know, if, you, if anything happens to someone you love, you have to pay, you basically have to ruin the rest of your life. Uh, for reasons, because um, capitalism is horrible. Anyway, the
3: healthcare system is a system of mass genocide.
1: Yes, yeah, literally is. Anyway, anyway, this movie. So they go, they go to this place, and there's like, it's like this weird mansion, and like they walk in. And, like, they go through, like, a decontamination, like, kind of chamber. And then they walk in and, like, the lady who's, like, runs the place is, like, it's okay, Eli, you can take off your suit. And he's, like, "Mm, no, I'd rather keep it on. And props to this kid. He's a really good actor. Hmm. And I, like, that's, like, I really, really love, like, a spooky house with ghosts, like, that fuck with kids or whatever. Because it's always really funny seeing if the kid can act. Because, I mean, if the kid can't, that's fine. It just makes it more entertaining for me. And, like, you know, if it especially if it's a shit movie anyway, it's just funnier. Mm. Um, but, no, this this kid is very good. He's, mm. he's a very good actor. And, yeah, so she's like, tours him around the house. And it's this old country house that's, like, yeah, it's, like, all purified and stuff. So he can wander around and be okay. And, like, as it goes, like, creepier things start to happen. You see some ghosts. Um... there's 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 another little, like, there's a girl, like, who comes up and, like, knocks on, like, the main window, and it just chats through through the window, um, and she's like, oh, yeah, uh, they couldn't help the last one, who, I can't remember the last kid's name, it's like, P, or something, it's like, yeah, they couldn't help P either, and he's like, what? And they start, like, like, realise, and, like, you see him going in for treatment, which is which his parents aren't allowed to go in with him into this big fucking scary operating room where he gets these painful procedures done. And like they're literally just going, Oh, bring me the bone like stabber <laughs> and all this shit before he's even like under general. And it's like you this, this this mounting kind of shit is fucking wrong. And it has such a satisfying conclusion. I really like that was good. Mm. Really liked it. Um, so I can really recommend eli that was that was really fun um paranormal activity four watch that it's my biggest problem with it is the fact that well, there's two problems one, the main character just, just is, the two yeah, just the two problems honestly like it does do some bits well um not not I would say overall this is a fine movie if you wanna watch you wanna watch a spooky camera movie, this is fine, you know. It's not great, yes, but it's not bad. And like the main character, the the person who has the camera all the time is like the teenage daughter who's like fifteen, who problem number one, on the cover of the DVD, she's like draped across her bed. And it's it's quite it's quite dodgy, and I'm like, that's literally a child. Okay, that's a bit much. Mm-hmm. It's like she's like fifteen, that's really creepy. And two is that everything has to relate to the, like, first, second, and third movies.
3: So it's like... I think I was talking to you about this, about how... um, I understand why, because they literally wouldn't be able to get the funding to make the series, but...
1: Oh, I understand. But
3: but I I do feel like the Paranormal Activity films would probably end up being uh, more individually better movies if they weren't committed to constantly if, um, building up this this, the, uni- this single story, this single yeah. universe and were just allowed to be Honestly, individual hauntings. Yeah, if it was, yeah, and, if it was
1: yeah. more anthology mm. I think that would be pretty cool. But um, you'd never get but no but, no but no, <laughs> but no one <laughs> no would producer fucking... would
3: get would give them the money to do yeah, that. Yeah, and so. like <laughs> a
1: lot of people wouldn't go see it. I probably wouldn't either because, you know, I'm I, I acknowledge I'm part of the fucking problem, I know. Um, but yeah and even if it was following like the same demon that'd be something but Mm. like yeah and it's like uh, fine it's it's fine um but speaking of like the um the whole anthology thing it kind of does that with paranormal activity the marked ones which is like movie five so is a
3: seven or six in total six in total yeah the seventh one's being made isn't it yeah i like, think oh, so. oh, it's, it's in production i think at some, well
1: as much it, as it can be as much yeah. as anything's in production in yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um Content warning for this for eyes and there nah. is it's not it's not particularly you don't see any blood or anything like that or like gruesomeness it's just um at one point a dog is is being levitated into the top corner of a room and it's in obvious distress but that's really the only animal cruelty that happens. But it still might really upset some people. Mm. And the eye thing is pretty fucked. So it's not like it's not like Dead Space Two, but it's just really uncomfortable. Yeah. It's it's about something being like in an eye, like pulled out of an eye, and it's just a bit. Bleh. But I actually like. I thought this one was pretty good. Mm. Um, it follows a bunch of um, like teenagers who like just left school and they're living with like their abuela and you know just hanging out and it of course it ties into the fucking like standard kind of like oh and then there's there's these these two girls christy and katie and a baby called hunter oh that's weird oh well and then it it does kind of add like make out that well no it's like there's a woman who they keep like mocking because she's she's a witch or you know they say she's a witch and and um like they drop like a gopro down the ventilation system and watch her and there's just like a naked woman standing there and and like they start freaking out because like honestly like hector's my favorite character he's like the the silly kind of mate Mm. of the main character and he's great because he's just he's just a he's just a shitty teenager Who's he's like a good dude, but he's a shithead, you know what I mean? And he's like, oh god, it's so good. And then obviously the abuela comes in and just starts beating them for looking at naked women. (laughs) But before like you know she comes in, like they see they see the old witch lady like drawing the paranormal activity symbol on the woman's tummy in blood, and she's naked too. Yeah, there's a symbol. It's like a weird triangle thing. Uh, like literally like um on the cover of the marked ones, you know, with the really extended eye socket. Yeah, like the bony one. Uh, he's like holding a rosary with like the symbol. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, the, yeah, it's been in there since like the second one. All uh, right, I think. Or maybe the first one. I don't know. It's been a while.
3: It's been. I, admittedly, you have watched so many movies that seem to all have the same plot in the last <laughs> like six months. That honestly, how you can keep track of which things come from which movie? Uh, honestly, I'm very. I'm impressed. Like
1: honestly, I f- I forget the f- my the faces of my family. But not which paranormal activity fucking movie <laughs> I
0: watched.
1: But yeah, um and like, you know, it progresses and like and like the main character, um, I think his name's Jesse. Yes, yeah, Jesse. He starts exhibiting like weirdly supernatural powers. Okay. And it's actually pretty fun because like he just acts like a teenager would be. Like he's like he he like like, the camera turns on, and he's like, quick, Hector, Hector, film this film! He's like, what? what? You know, and he's, like, super excited, and he's like, watch, just watch. And you see him stand, and then he kind of just, like, he leans back, and he kind of, like, starts to fall down, but then he stops at, like, a perfect 90-degree angle, and, like, of all, they start, like, freaking out. Like, you know, just, just like people would. They're, they're like, He's like, oh, d- how the fuck are you doing that? He's like, I don't know. And he just keeps doing it. <laughs> And it's it's like, ah, oh, that's funny, they're fucking around with it. And then like, you know, they get jumped by a couple of like fucking thugs and he like just like Goku punches one of them <laughs> like into this vending Ghost machine. Punch. Yeah, and then he just starts getting really weird. And they're they're doing like Ouija shit on like a Simon says. You know, like the yeah. like the red, red, green, green, blue, mm. you know, where like he'll ask it questions and it'll like go be 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 like red or green yeah. yes or no and it's like ooh um there's like it oof the, the, the of course the, the magic you know old lady and magic old like like dude like you know, the, the abuela takes them to this guy, and, he, and he's like, "Rub eggs on your grandson, and then he won't have demons anymore, or whatever."
3: As a general rule, if someone tells you to rub eggs on your grandson, you probably shouldn't like <laughs> pay too much attention. to Oh no, it's to what an old. Um, it
1: is actually an old thing of like you know, it's like an old uh, Wiccan or pagan thing as well. Like you basically you rub an egg on like a part of your head. And that's supposed to... you basically put the negative energy. It's it's supposed to like basically um, lift curses. If you've been cursed, that's what you do. And then you kind of you you either bury the egg or you smash it. Um, it it's I an think old the problem
3: thing. is is that I find the term "rub an egg on someone" to just be an inherently funny sentence. <laughs> it's incredibly
1: sexual <laughs> if it's hard boiled, though. Too sexual, really. Mm. Yeah, honestly, that that would make this movie unreadable. Let's be honest. Yeah, but yeah, and honestly, it's. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Honestly, it it takes it a bit of a new direction. It is a little bit annoying that it has to tie into the whole, like, the previous ones. But honestly, the actors did really well. I love Abuela so much. I want her to be my Abuela. She's beautiful. And yeah, it was, it was entertaining. Especially because, okay, this is kind of mild spoilers. But there's, like, a couple of, like, gangsters that live across the road that, um, the main characters were friends with, like, his younger brother and his younger brother like goes missing and they think he's killed someone and and it's all ooh. So like they go over and they go, We we think we know where the people who like hurt Oscar um like live come with us. And then like him and his gigantic fucking like heavily, heavily tattooed like dudes just go drive to this, like, farmhouse and just take, like, there's a chrome shotgun and, like, a fucking, like, MP5 and then, like, one of the, like, witches just runs screaming at him and he just fucking blows her away and I'm like, I want paranormal activity to end... With two fucking gangsters going in and just shooting up a farmhouse full of evil witches, I want that so that's desperately. How, that's how
3: this whole like evil curse gets gets lifted. Just
1: that's all, that's all I wanted.
3: <laughs> just get fucking <laughs> murdered by by like the mob.
1: Yeah, just a couple of fucking like gangsters just go in and blow them all away, and then like the fucking can, demons, like oh shit. Can um, it be like
3: a weird temporal thing, and they can be like old fashioned like twenties gangsters?
1: They're not, though. They're I know just, they're not. Like... I
3: know they're not, but that would be like an <laughs> added layer of fun, I feel.
1: <laughs> it's like, ah, this is my neighbourhood, see? <laughs> just blowing He's away. Just mowing down with a Tommy gun. <laughs> yeah. And that's that,
3: how the ghost is killed. The, de- the demon is, is, is like, that, purged honestly, by Tommy guns. Honestly,
1: I was super fucking psyched for that to happen and be the case, but of course it's fucking not.
3: Of course not, because we're not allowed good things in this world. No,
1: and honestly... I'm gonna headcanon that that's how the, that's literally how the series ends. It's just these two fucking gangsters, like these two really hot gangsters, (laughs) go and mow down all these evil, this evil coven, and then that's it. The demon's just like, well, I'm not gonna fuck with them. I don't wanna get shot. (laughs) But yeah, then unfortunately is the last one. Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. And this movie fucking blows. I had to stop every five minutes to pause and point out a really annoying editing thing that they were fucking up to Wib, who is an editor. (laughs) So he could sit there and go... What? no they, like, why would you use the worst effect possible fucking after effects <laughs> has one built in that looks exactly like it why are you doing this a vcr, a VCR recording fucking camera from the 80s would not be filming in widescreen hd and just getting super mad is so funny <laughs> and also i got super mad as well because it was really annoying um the little girl is really cute because there always has to be a kid but like, there's like the little girl who like, cause it's, of course it's the demon Toby again, because apparently he's just such a slut for, I don't know what, he just, he just likes possessing like kids and just fucking with them and stuff. Um, but this time they have what basically amounts to a camera obscura. Um, and I'm making that reference, uh, in reference to fatal fame, fatal frame, uh, or Project Zero, which were some PlayStation 2 Japanese horror games. Oh, they, they carried on making them. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying that that's where it started. Oh, okay. um, Where you would wander around spooky locations dressed in stupid anime fucking clothing, uh, which really would take you out of it, and take photos of ghosts because, like, the camera would be able to... It was like a spirit lens, and you could see the, the spirits through the lens of the camera and when you took certain photos of them it would damage them. Um it's basically that but you can't damage ghosts.
3: And it's an 80s VHS camera. And it's an
1: 80s VHS camera which has blue LEDs which weren't weren't invented until around the 1990s. It's the,
3: it's the late 90s like, those were yeah, invented, like 90s. which is why like early 2000s electronics always had a blue LED rather than anything else because it was the novelty because they didn't have them
1: before that. Yeah, so this is like, yeah, they open up the camera and it's got like fucking six blue LEDs in it and Wib immediately just like punches a hole in the roof. Um, (laughs) Fair,
2: Fair fair reaction to any kind of LEDs, honestly. Honestly, yeah.
1: yeah, Like, fuck LEDs. Also, like, the brother in this has the biggest porno stash I've fucking seen.
3: (laughs) I did see him and you're right, yeah.
1: Also, like...
3: (laughs) He looks like Tom DeLonge in the first date video. Yeah, and
1: then... oh my god then there's like i don't know who she is i think she's supposed to be like the mum's friend who is titty spiritual woman so the the way you're introduced to her is she's why the tits i guess yeah no she she runs up (laughs) to hug mustache mustachioed dude and she is seriously gonna put an eye out with those things (laughs) and i honestly as someone who has who maybe has a bit too many boobs I have too many boobs. Yeah. Like I was wincing because that fucking hurts. That's what really pisses me off. Well, not <laughs> really even pisses me off. It just makes me cringe and roll my eyes anytime I see like anime or like like a video game character with gigantic tits just flapping around when they run. It's like that fucking hurts a <laughs> lot. And I was like, God, I hope they only took one shot of this because those those poor tits, that poor woman, and like. You know, like, so the dad's walking around with the camera. He's like, well, oh, this is so old. How cool is this? Check out the de-interlacing that, you know, Windows Movie Maker fucking has, I guess.
3: I, I could... The interlacing... Uh, it's it is so it's, bad. The interlaced uh, effect they put on it is something which I'm I was looking at and going, like, I could literally do better than that in Sony Vegas. Yeah. Um that that should never be the case for a movie that was at cinemas
1: yeah exactly <laughs> and like you know they're like oh this is really cool and they go into their quite honestly disgustingly opulent like living room their house is repulsively expensive like most of the houses in this series apart from the one in the marked ones and i couldn't help but notice that they're all hispanic in that yeah more social commentary here. Mm. The the world is bullshit. And un- no, un-
3: no art, art never has anything to say about politics. Ever. Sorry no. for being
1: political and talking about, I don't know, uh, women. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, like, he looks in the centre of the living room with this fucking camera obscura, and it's just this really, like, obvious, like, fucking like, 3D distortion. And he's like, whoa, that's so weird. And he walks, walks into it and he goes, fuckier. And then he walks away and it's even less fuckier. And it's like, oh, it turns out that the demon that calls itself Toby can just be caught on camera now. And it's just a really generic shit black puff of smoke. Oh. With an angry face. That sounds like that definitely. Ooh, it was scary. It definitely improved the series. You know how I always say, what stops these from being funny is that like, um, I imagine the demon or whatever just like literally like, like walking over to someone's like computer and just n- knocking their Pepsi over. Like they're a cat. Like they're a cat. Yeah, this makes it real. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's not even funny anymore. So I can't imagine like a little gremlin going over and like I don't know, yeah. untuning all the like detuning all the guitars or something. But, yeah, and, like, of course the little girl is like, oh, hi, Toby. And there's, like, this black fucking, like, evil fart smoke that just goes and hangs out in the kid's room. And there's all these fucking things. like, oh, yeah, come and, like, come and play with all the others. And it's like, what? So now you've just got, like, what? So he's, like, a kiddie collector now. Fantastic. Okay.
3: They're like Pokemon.
1: Apparently, yeah. And, like, the spiritualist woman takes the kid and, like, and her friend and the, the wife and they're just like oh let's just go and fuck about for like an evening something like that they go and visit someone and spe- spend the night or something so like the dad and moustache Mus- who are brothers um they're like looking at like because they found a box of the tapes with the camera obscura that is literally just a box of tapes from like the second or third movie where it's oh it's a third movie where it's like an 80s prequel mm. Um, and it's just videos of Christy and Katie, the, the two girls, like, you know, the two main girls, like, from when they were kids, and they watch it, and then they find this the shitty sex tape from the third one that I was telling you oh, about. Oh, yeah. And then the brothers are just like, yeah, they smoke weed <laughs> and drink beer, and they're gonna watch porn together. And I'm like, is that does not feel like a thing that brothers, or, or any people who are related to each other should ever fucking do. It's a bit weird. I, I
3: would personally not watch pornography. No, the with thing my is if, if
1: it was like really stupid pornography like Freddy Dildo hands or whatever it is or like Edward <laughs> Penis hands like you you sit there and go okay cuz I mean we've watched we've all watched porn together but it was really stupid porn.
3: You mean like the one with the woman who <laughs> The tickle had...
1: monster who who oh, like would
2: shit, yeah.
3: yeah,
1: you remember that because we watched it with Ash and Sarah as well and it was just this this creepy guy who had bad makeup on who would tickle people until they until they started bleeding and died.
3: I was thinking of that weird porno where the the lady had wasn't it like a vagina in her throat? And so oh, it came that out, one too! And it, so oh. it, it came At the out back the back of her head. So the dick came out the back of her head, and this was filmed... And was it not
2: the other way around, was it? In her throat, and then the dick came out of the mouth.
1: <gasps> it was, because he was oh. just, like, fucking a mannequin head going, this is yeah. so fucked oh, up! Yeah. And it was like, that's obviously a pound shop wig and a polystyrene, like, wig head.
3: <laughs> yeah, because, like, because it, it was filmed as a porno. Like, it was 100% like...
0: A porn, yeah. Like, it
3: was, you know... They oh, did God. everything. And then when everything. like they
1: show like the vagina on the back of the head, they literally just put a pound shop wig over some woman's crotch. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was just like fucking sure. It why was not
2: well made. No. no.
1: But the thing great is great concept. Like, yeah, no. But really it concept. was it now? Interesting concept. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kink shame from that, But anyway, like I can understand watching like stupid porn or the Mighty Muffin Pounder Rangers or something. But it was just it was just two people awkwardly cool. fucking and it's like this it's not even something you can really make fun of It'd
3: really fit, oh, honestly, it really honestly it was
1: uh, really kind of like wow finding I mean, okay. a, finding
3: a random couple sex tape would feel so intrusive to yeah, I'd feel like me. such
1: a scumbag but they're just like hur, 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 let's watch porn together it's not weird and then they notice, like, because in the actual um, recording, you know, the kids start screaming and they, look, because there's a, an earthquake and it run, they run off and the camera falls down and a bunch of dust comes down from the ceiling and, like, kind of settles on a mysterious figure for a few seconds. Mm. And then they just kind of, like, zoom in on that and they're like, uh oh. And then they, like, it turns out that Katie and Christy were actually, like, after the third one where their parents were fucking killed and the grandma was like, let's go make you marry the devil or whatever there was a creepy fucking guy who was like, yes, Toby's been a friend of mine for a long time and you're going to marry him. And then they film all of the weird cult shit that they do And Katie's, like, floating back and forth. It looks really silly. Okay, I'm
3: just gonna... I don't want want to give, like, advice to weird cultists, but I don't think many weird cultists listen to the podcast, so it's probably safe. But if you do, probably don't film it.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, like... And it's so funny as well, because, like, they had to bring a guy in to tell all the witches what to do. Well, of course. (laughs) And I was like, okay, that's... I don't feel that that was intentional, but that's it's not a good look. It's it like makes uh, it makes sure of very... women doing evil shit. They have to have a guy at the top. It's like, mm. It makes
3: for a, an interesting... There are interesting readings
1: you could make of that decision. Oh, thoroughly, yeah. Um, but yeah, and like as like, it's an interesting idea. But the movie is so bad that it just it doesn't work. So Katie's like, oh, I see two brothers. And they're watching me on a television, and it's like she's literally describing what's happening mm. as it's happening. And
3: it's basically uh, the episode "Blink" of uh, Doctor Who.
1: Yeah, basically, um. uh, I'm saying that this um, that Katie is a, she's she's a fucking Gallifreyan.
3: Yeah, that makes she's sense. She's a Time Lord,
1: yeah. um, which honestly I would prefer that that. Is reading. the term
3: "timey wimey" used?
1: No, but every time I hear it, I kind of want to kick someone's fucking dick in. What?
3: Timey-wimey? Yeah. Wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey.
1: Okay, you are just... I am fucking checkmarking this as a tally. You
3: don't want I'm, me I'm to... I'm f- only allowed to get away with saying wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey okay, so Okay, you know times. what? That's
0: fucking it. Okay. That is fucking it. <laughs> that was too many. What about if, if
3: okay, I only you, say a bit of it? you don't
1: want to continue this. Because
3: my alias is Wib, so I can't help but say a bit of it quite often.
1: Okay, just Wib on its own is fine.
3: Okay. What about Wibbly.
1: No.
2: You are not allowed that. Man. Okay, I'm
3: just finding where the line is. I'm just oh, finding you're where, you're the line where the Oh, you're fine with the fucking
1: line. Can you line say is? Wob?
2: because then if you say wib and I say blee and you say Wob and I say blee.
1: Oh my god, is this what it's like to be around me? Yes. Fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the hell is other You're people... trying to
1: you're
3: trying to talk about something and then we're going careening off into <laughs> a utter bit of absurdity and unimportant minutiae yes this is exactly what it's like
1: well why does everyone find me so charming then
3: because they're not here sitting yeah, here with fair. it happening to oh them.
1: is it like oh your children are so nice yeah because you can leave at the end of the day
3: <laughs> that's what the misanthropod is you go there as a visit to see what your life could I'm be like God. if you made worse decisions
1: <gasps> <laughs> wow
3: I'm talking about all of us here. None of us are without guilt.
1: Strummer Matt owns a house, has a lovely family, has, does a good job, is a functional member of society. Yeah, but he also does
3: his podcast, so he's obviously not completely normal. Penance. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is community service. <laughs> Basically.
1: I think, well, it's like, I'm such a fucking loser that anyone who hangs out with me gets a fucking tax break. <laughs>
2: Jesus! Oh yeah, that one's no. I just, I just want to give you a hug
0: now. (laughs) I'm such a miserable human being to be around
1: that drama. Matt ran a fucking 5k to raise awareness. Anyway, but yeah, um, it ends and it's like there's a hole in the wall because the little girl just gets in the mid- middle of the night because I don't care about spoiling this movie because it's fucking terrible and if you watch it, then you deserve pain. <laughs> if you watch
3: it, then that's on you.
1: That's on you. That's, like You make your own fucking choices. And like she draws all these fucking symbols on a wall which is just someone has googled spooky looking symbols and then just drawn them all on a Are wall. Are any
3: of them, like? do any of them belong to a completely benign real world religion?
1: Well, there's just one that's like,
3: it's not like Fenella the Witch from Charlton and the Wheelies who has a book of like evil spells and it's got a six-pointed... Star on it because someone on the production staff didn't realise that's just a Jewish symbol. This is a star. On <laughs> they, thought, they thought it was a pentagram because they obviously didn't know what the pentagram meant. I saw someone meant. give themselves
1: a um, a scratch a tattoo. Now, if you don't know what a scratcher tattoo is, it is a tattoo that is done by someone who is not trained, does not have access to autoclaves or sanitation tools, and is not and has basically bought a tattoo machine, which they will almost certainly refer to as a tattoo gun off eBay, and is just tattooing people willy fucking nilly never get a tattoo like this you don't want to see what happens when you get an infected tattoo they had scratcher tattooed on their thigh a star of david with hail satan (laughs) and they thought it was like an inverted pentagram and it's like oh honey oh no idiot fucking child oh no. Cause yeah, I can't
3: believe quite... I got away with a reference to Charlton and the Wheelies and no one pulled me up on it. No
1: one wants to, no one cares. Good. Like, Charlton on the Wheelies sounds like a fever dream and I don't want to be a part of that world. It's an old
3: stop motion kids show. I hate
1: it. You probably would actually. <laughs> yeah, probably. It, it'd
3: probably drive you nuts watching it.
1: Yeah, probably. There's no boobs or anything.
3: There is, no, it, it is a, a child's <laughs> show <laughs> that, from that like that the is. fucking like, 70s um... or something.
1: I don't know it's from the 70s, there might be some good vintage bush in there. Should, so, paranormal I don't activity, think you would the understand to what old dimension. media
3: was like. Yeah,
1: it was all pornography. It was not. You, no. <laughs> so you say. That's I, what they want you I, to I say. I watched quite
3: a lot of like old media from like, the 60s and 70s.
1: A lot of pornography.
3: And, and a shocking few of it is pure is pornography.
1: Well, I mean, that feels like that's on you, that you're going out of your way to watch the minority of media that was not pornography. No. So, like, it, and then, there's, like, she draws symbols on the wall and the camera films her, like, walking into this big hole where Toby takes her for some fucking reason.
3: behind to hold.
1: Yeah, and it's just, like, it's a hole where he keeps all of his other Pokemon children, and it's just fucking terrible. And, like, you know the Molded from Resident Evil 7, the big black spooky things? I do not like the big, the big black kind of like um, squelchy monsters. I don't
3: think I got that far enough into it.
1: Well, they're they're big, they're, you know, like Venom from the movie Venom.
3: I am aware of Venom from the hit hit movie Venom. You know
1: how it's kind of like squilt, like squelchy, and it's like little, and it's kind of like it. Can, it's quite malleable and turns into shapes and stuff. It, it's gak, yes. It's gak, yeah. Um, so basically, Toby turns into that, and just like it looks like an alien fucking like tail. Oh. Piercing his fucking, ch- the, the dad's chest and just kills him. And it's like, oh, so, so he can just form like, like solid metal shapes like knives and fucking stabbing weapons now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he was
3: sent from the future.
1: Yeah, to like, I don't know, ruin ghost movies for everyone. <laughs> but yeah, and it's just like, it establishes so many, like, well, no, it just, it breaks so many kind of established facts about the demon and like just goes no let's just make it a fart cloud that can turn solid and just fucking punch holes in people and it's like yeah like because before it's like yeah they can scratch and it can bite and stuff but like it tends to like throw shit at people or throw them down the stairs or drag them it doesn't just fucking harpoon them and leave them like bleeding out And it's, like, it was just, like, a lot of idiot plot, and it's just a bit... It was badly acted as well, apart from the little girl. She was pretty good. It wasn't very good. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I also played Halo 2 with Longfang, but I was too busy getting, like, you know, murdered horribly by explosive, like, grunts and stuff, so... Because I'm not very good at the game. But, yeah, that's all I've been doing. Okay.
3: (laughs) Okay, so I guess that means that we are on to the questions. Uh, do, do we have questions, Matthew? Are, do uh, people
2: want to know things? A few people want to know a few things, yes.
3: Okay, Okay. good. Uh, what is the email address that, that the emails should be sent to, Snipe? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> TheDrummerMatt at gmail.com
3: What is the email address, Matt? Again. TheDrummerMatt at gmail.com And Snipe, one more time.
1: <laughs> what?
3: What's the email address one more time?
1: I don't know. I don't know. One more time.
3: I completely ruined it. Yeah, I completely know. Completely I know. ruined yeah, it. Yeah, I did, because
1: fuck yeah. you. you, you... TheDrummerMat at gmail.com.
3: Okay. What is the first question there, Mr.
2: Matthew? So, Grox.
1: Hi, Grox. Hello, like to... Anita.
2: Right. Recently, the founder and chief executive, Inquisitor of Grox Inc., oh. the custom surprise box company, Inquisitor to Grox, me, Published a picture of himself on the Twitterverse. It was rated by two of the entities that are part of the misanthropod as "dang."
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Can confirm. Yep. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, no. blah, blah blah
2: blah. Can um, confirm. Dang. Yeah, they they do. They, they didn't know how to react at the time, so they just want to say thanks. <laughs> it is okay, Grox. Is, uh... Grox,
1: you are gorgeous inside and out, friend.
2: Very good-looking individual. Yeah, the entirety
1: um... of our stream chat agrees. <laughs>
2: Following on, you might you might want to take that back in a second. Following on. Um, even though the founder and chief executive, inquis- Inquisitor of Grox Inc., the custom surprise box company, is very fond of all members of the misanthropod, he has filed a complaint regarding the woman, TM.
3: Oh,
1: no. Oh, no. oh I'd hate to be her right now. That's <laughs> a joke. Not seem-
3: uh, by the way, that's a joke from our streams. Um, <laughs> the amount
1: of times, like, some rando person will come in and go, oh, a woman. And it's like, yes, thanks, it hi. Is. We fucking exist, you insult prick. So, so it's kind of like an in-joke where yeah, people yeah. refer to me as the woman, TM, I mean, like, as a joke. Y- yeah, I mean, I,
2: yeah, I, I wasn't assuming that this was serious in any way. Oh, no, way. no,
1: just in case, like, people <laughs> didn't know. But, yeah, it's, okay. just, it's
0: just a joke.
2: So, a complaint regarding the woman, TM, mm-hmm. who does not seem to watch other horror movies apart from those with ghosts and occult Court content.
0: Okay, the aforementioned so- founder
2: and chief executive inquisitor of Grox Inc., the Custom Surprise Box Company, demands the woman, TM, to watch horror (laughs) films with sharks and and, or other animals and to hear the woman, TM's opinion on them. You should watch the... the, I think there's three Deep
3: Blue Sea movies.
1: No, I want to watch The Meg, which is on Amazon Prime because it's the Megalodon, but it's just The Meg, and I think that's really funny. Then watch The Meg. Nah. (laughs) I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. But I get... Well, if, if... Grox Box Incorporated, the the box company, um, is, has formed like several complaints against me. I guess <laughs> I got to fucking do something about it. I will watch a werewolf flick. I have loads. There of is shit no
3: go- We have been through this on many occasions. The problem with werewolf movies is, is there's, there's one like, good one.
1: There's been like three. Oh no, Ginger Snaps is okay. The first one is okay. And then there's like and American there's like-
2: Werewolf
3: in London, which is really which really is good. good. And and then then werewolves,
2: the werewolves in What We Do In The Shadows are great.
1: Yeah, they're amazing, mm. but it's not really a sole <laughs> werewolf movie. But
2: so. No, but We're they just... are they are doing a spin-off with them, apparently, mm.
3: maybe.
1: No, I can't... Oh, but I once know, you get
2: so... past the initial, like, well-known
3: werewolf movies, basically all of them are terrible. Yeah, it sucks. Mm. But I do
1: have a few that but I have But then that watched. hasn't
3: stopped you watching any of these other things. Yeah, exactly. True, true. <laughs> so
1: I'll watch, like, Monster Wolf or something.
3: <laughs> yeah. Don't we have one that's, like, about monstrous rabbits?
1: no we gave that to your dad beast of bunny yeah it's like the beast of (laughs) bunny yeah uh, I also watched, I, I've literally given it away to Charity Shop, but, which I feel kind of bad about because, you know. It's, Someone
3: else is probably going to have yeah. to see it now. It's called War
1: Wolves, <laughs> yeah. and it's like three women in the military who dress in incredibly tight fatigues who are werewolves. And I honestly can't remember they dress, much more than that. It's don't shit. they
3: dress like they're from the Call of Duty porn parody? Cock
1: of Duty, yeah. yeah. They dress like they're Co- from Co- Cock of Co- Duty <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> yeah dude there's a porno called cock of duty there's there's like a safe for work um trailer on youtube <laughs> It's
3: filmed in the same place that tom Scar filmed one of his sniper videos sniper pug so yeah oh, nice
1: that's pretty funny be a cock of duty yeah great great name you couldn't have called it like call of booty Ooh, that's, that's, that's probably, probably another one good. called that that's that probably, is why. probably that
2: exists yeah mm. all right S- still next up henry hello um I hope Snipe is feeling better after having to cancel the stream the other day. Oh first thank up. you.
1: I'm feeling a little better. Yeah, yeah well, that's good. I'm i I'm, I'm still having some issues, but hell, we all are, so. <laughs> but thank you for, for
2: inquiring. Um, okay, first question. How will the outtakes of patrons be in the future? So Wib, apparently you've mentioned on Twitter that there are loads to be bundled. Uh yeah, basically
3: I um...
1: I fuck up a lot and they're very hilarious. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> yeah. worth one dollar a month. <laughs>
3: Uh, we we used to uh, put up outtakes after every uh, scripted video, but um, for the last like it, it's it's gone on for like a year. We've just not been able to get them get them together. And I, what I've been meaning to do is to put them all together into one big monster video. Yeah, uh, to monster. Put up for, this will be entirely for patrons, um, mm. but I've just not got around to it because it's like there's been a lot of times where it's come down to well I can either get that put together or I can be working on like.
2: The actual video, the actual
3: video, yeah, because we found ourselves like perpetually running behind schedule for the entirety of this year. So, yeah, but basically, there's a shitload of them. Um, so yeah, that that'll happen at some point. Um, but what well, it might actually come together because the next video is going to start like proper production relatively soon. Um, so I'm, what I'm going to try and do is get them all out after that. So
2: yeah, the outtakes will, will appear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, second question, more directed at you, Snipe. Mm-hmm. So Snipe, you had to respond to a tweet about Lord George. This was one of Henry's friends and he can only now apologize as there's now a Twitter account in the name Lord George. There is. Yes. Isn't you? He is. Will, he's will Snipe with and... endorse, endorse the use? Of her trademark on Twitter
1: Yes Sure Why not <laughs> <laughs> I trust you Henry I know you won't say something really mean
2: Well get out and follow Lord George then I guess
1: Yeah <laughs> At Lord George Because that, that was a weird thing to wake up to <laughs> Lord George being like Hey And I'm like wait what? Uh, <laughs> Is it at
3: I'm, Lord George It's
1: literally at Lord George Oh good. Yeah. good
2: Um, Many thanks from Henry Um Next up, James. Hello. My question is, Snipe. Yeah. You, you talk a lot about our beautiful and harrowingly cold nation of Canada.
1: Oh, Canada! I love Canada.
2: Have you visited Canada before? And if not, would you like any tourist recommendations?
1: I have never visited Canada. I've always really, really wanted to. And I want to go to Ontario because i like the accent <laughs> and i want to go to toronto uh because i think oculus lives there and i want to just go and hang out with him and watch sailor moon like all of it fair, including fair. pgsm oculus i'm fucking holding you to this so you don't even have a say we are <laughs> we are doing this um but yeah and yeah tourist recommendations sure i mean It's unlikely I'll ever be able to go because, oh my God, Uh, it's, eh. it's like a grand for one, like for like one person to go. And it's like, that's a lot of money. (laughs) But one day it'd be really nice too. Because you've been,
3: Matt, haven't you?
2: I have. I've been to Toronto and we had a few days there and then we went up and stayed up in the lakes north of Toronto somewhere. And I honestly, it was, you know... For a British person, it was a hella long drive. For a Canadian, it was like them going to their back garden. I think. What
1: was it <laughs> yeah, like? Um, if, was it like three or four hours?
2: I can't. I can't even remember. It was most of the day to get there. It, yeah, as an Australian, way, that's not that long. Like no, it's not. I don't <laughs> think. But to us, it was. Mm. And then we also had a three or four days over in um, Montreal as well.
1: Yeah, uh, Montreal. I would like to go to Montreal as well,
2: which was fun. Yeah, it was also, good. I, I would love to go back and go to like more bits of it because obviously it's a massive country with way more bits than just these two cities
1: so also um there's i can't remember his actual name fuck it's like trevor something he's a he's a canadian stand-up comedian big beard plays squirrelly Dan and letter kenny and now everyone knows why i want to go to canada (laughs) um and like he like one of his bits was like because he's in Quebec, and he's like, I love Quebec. It's my favourite, it's my favourite place to be condescended to in French. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I I really want to go
2: there and speak my, like, half-hearted French French at them and then just get laughed (laughs) at, and I think it'd be quite funny.
1: I'm just going to go there and speak German to them until they throw acid at me and I have to leave.
3: (laughs) I I don't know who that's more insulting to, like...
1: Well, me, really. I
3: don't know, you're suggesting that the people in Quebec are, like ready to throw acid
1: canadians right in our quebecois like ready to just fucking disfigure you if you don't speak french because from what i've heard yes
3: (laughs) i don't know i don't know if that's a line that i'm willing to endorse as part of the msanthropod it's not
0: racist the acid (laughs) (laughs)
1: the
3: acid hurling french canadians
1: hello podcast title Snipe gets her face burnt off by acid-wielding French Canadians. I mean, now if I ever visit, that absolutely will happen. And you know what? That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I'm all right with that.
3: I feel like we should move on from whatever point was being trying to be made yeah. I can't
1: even fucking remember. Sure, yeah. Okay. I just want some fully dressed fucking chips so badly. That's all like I want. What? Fully dressed chips. Um. Just move on. You don't want to open okay. up that can of worms, uh,
2: Very, very last email. Lars.
1: Hello, Lars. So,
2: first off, they they accused me of forgetting to mention Chicken Police in the last podcast. I thought I did, but I'm not going to dwell on it because I feel like that gives the people who write in too much power.
1: So. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. <laughs> going to move on. Jesus. Um. <laughs> I think you did because I remember laughing a lot because it's like an in-joke with Wib and I, so.
2: Okay, maybe hey. I did. I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to accuse them of being wrong on the internet, mm. but. Um, I think it, it might have been a bit that got cut for like time <laughs> <yeah>. pacing. Um. <laughs> anyway. So they, they also have to say um, they they too are kind of worried about the upcoming Warhammer TV shows, both the real and animated ones. Mm. They don't think they're going to be able to properly convey the whole concept of none of these are the good side. Yeah, because you know it's it's yeah, mm. GDubs is not the best at doing that recently. And a lot of things the... <laughs> aren't. So yeah, yeah I don't not, know how they're going to go with problem that. Problem
1: with them, and plus you know the way it's kind of the way kind of people see it, it's like oh this this is the. Seemingly the main protagonist, which means they're the good guys. It's like no protagonist does not equal good guy.
3: Yeah, I mean when it comes to stuff like that, like I think until we see the thing, then I, I feel I, yeah. It's... You can have
1: reservations, sure, but yeah, like, we, we don't know until. And, and I mean, I'm hoping that they'll manage to do it, but I mean, who knows? Yeah, like I hope I remain I, I, hopeful. I hope they
3: pull it off because you know it would be it would be nice to see them uh, them do it well. Yeah, um, but yeah, until definitely. until we see it, like I'm I'm sort of just kind of intrigued to see how it comes out but but yeah it is, i think it is a, a reservation to be a little bit concerned about um you know a a, a franchise that has a, a wee bit of a habit of accidentally glorifying totalitarianism as <laughs> the tides of fascism are lapping at western democracies uh, is something that is a bit upsetting and a bit of something that we should probably be
1: able pay a little bit more attention to but here's hoping there's so- hot people in it there we go. I thought yeah. I'd bring up levity. Yeah, yeah. so
3: uh hopefully that hopefully they don't fall into that trap. But we don't know, so I, I yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh Lars's last thoughts were just about lower decks. Oh, um, yeah? But they basically agree with most of what we said. So yeah, the first few episodes aren't necessarily the best and some of the jokes don't quite stick the landing or or something, but they think they, they think it gets better as it goes through. Um they also mentioned similar to what I did about the title sequence being way more like old track and things and and also it being problem in the wiki stuff so yeah um yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, they agree with basically everything we said the, earlier so i don't know how to respond to this yes yes yes, yes.
3: uh that, yes. Is, that is right li- we're amazing <laughs> we 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 had this uh, near identical uh thoughts ourselves so yes we agree um yeah i i do i will say i i do hope that um like, it is something that I, I am sort of intrigued to see, like, how they go... Uh, are they going to, like, really stick with the whole, um, pl- like, thing of, like, problem of the week kind of format? Or are they going to try and tell more grand stories? Because most mm. things do that nowadays. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um,
3: but if, honestly, if it means that there's still this little thing off in the corner that's Star Trek, but is still doing the Planet of the Week stuff, then I, like, I'm kind of just happy that that's happening. Um, I didn't realise how much I missed it, actually. like mm. I do hope, because obviously there's like, uh, I think at last count there are 65 new Star Trek shows in production at this very moment. It, I'm honestly not sure if that's an exaggeration or not. Um, it is an <laughs> exaggeration, but not by as much as you'd think. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of shows that are currently... I mean, I think there's probably about five shows or something like that that are okay, that are yeah. like at various stages of like oh are we going to make that or or is actually in production whether it be uh, discovery picard there's obviously lower decks is going on we've got um the spin-off for pike um hell I think there was talk about doing a spin-off for 7 of 9 as well and there's a couple <laughs> of other ones that I, I forget about like ones that aren't connected but are like of a different thing entirely and they, they keep doing them and I hope one of them does kind of settle more on the weekly format Because I I think that as much as I have enjoyed Picard and um, especially season two of Discovery, uh, once it got past the kind of weaknesses that season one had, um, I I do miss just, oh, this is just a self-contained episode. Like, it might have some things that inform later episodes, like a character might show up who shows up later, or it might be a facet of a wider story, like they'd often do with the Dominion War in Deep Space Nine. But I do miss just being able to go. Okay, here's just one episode that I can just watch, and it's just a self-contained thing. Uh, because you can just sit down and just watch. Like uh, there's most, like nearly every episode of um, TNG, apart from the two parters, you can watch with zero like context, like of mm. what, what's happened. Like sometimes there'll be it'll be like a pseudo sequel to a previous episode, but you can usually work out what's going off, even if you can't remember. Like they're pretty good with that stuff. And I, I kind of miss that. And I, I do hope that at least one of the shows goes back to that format, even though it's something that's gone out of favour with TV in general these days. So, yeah. That's mm. that's some thoughts what I had about Star Trek. Those are some good big
1: brain <laughs> thoughts. I and
3: I mean, I know that, like, I literally started an entire other podcast so I could talk about sci-fi, but I'm going to do it here too, so.
1: <laughs> See, that's Longfang. <laughs> That's... coming to fucking arrest you.
3: He's in the... the, the He's the... in the
1: Iron Brewmobile. Yes,
3: yeah, which has police... <laughs> a Oh, well, it has an ambulance siren for some reason. It does, reason. yeah.
1: Because you're going to fucking need one.
3: Because I'm going to fucking need one for talking about sci-fi, not in the podcast about sci-fi that yeah. I explicitly <laughs> started so I could
2: not have to talk about sci-fi quite as often <laughs> in this in this podcast. That's the yeah. other thing I've been doing, actually, since then. I've been listening to your your Men With Funny Heads.
1: Oh, thank you. Give That's a scathing enjoying. review. Pardon? give a scathing review
2: A scathing review um
1: i think it needs more nudity i can tell that you two aren't naked because you sound too encumbered with clothing. (laughs) i am
3: usually not wearing a shirt because it's been fucking hot
1: i know you're currently not wearing a shirt which is too hot for youtube oof (laughs) oof yeah just i can see your tears
3: just shorts and pants that's that's my podcasting gear
1: (laughs) yep
2: it's
3: very Drum upsetting, mat. everybody. Drama Matt,
1: can you describe what you're wearing?
2: I'm I'm also wearing shorts, but I'm also I'm wearing I am wearing a t-shirt. Unfortunately, is it and a t-shirt socks or... as well? Long socks with shorts. It's a good combo. Yeah, it's good. It's I sexy saw here.
1: a guy jogging earlier, and because it was really warm, it made me cringe to think about jogging. He had like a he had like a grey sweatshirt on, trousers and knee high socks, and I was like, dude, you must be fucking sweltering please you're gonna overheat and die and it just made me feel really really uncomfortable like and unhot just watching him so i was like oh cry. it's like you know when you see people in the gym like like powering on a treadmill on a really th- I, I literally saw you know those really big puffer jackets that were really popular with like twats like when we <laughs> yeah. were kids yeah there was literally a dude wearing one of those on a oh. fucking treadmill and i'm like um,
3: he is trying to sweat the sin out of his body, I believe. The thing
1: is, he was already really skinny. I mean, maybe he was, like, my size when I got in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. But, yeah, and it's like, shit, you know, maybe I should give that a go. Yeah. But, yeah, no, this, th- those people should be fucking feared. Mm-hmm. Same same people who, like, go jogging at, like, 5 a.m. in the morning. Fucking Jesus Christ, do ne- do not get in the I way. am not ready
3: for anything at 5 in the morning. I
1: have gone for runs at 5 in the morning. And you know what? Yeah. Seeing other people be out there and that steely gaze that just screams, I could fucking kill you with my thoughts. I honestly, I'm scared to go running again at are 5 a.m. Are you saying that
3: people who are running at 5 a.m. are too powerful for you to, you to even be in the same area as?
1: Yeah, because I honestly feel their eye beams could probably just explode me. That's possible. Because they're um, that powerful. <laughs> I think Scarlet, like, I think she runs in the mornings. I mean, she's, she's, like, murderously powerful anyway. So if she does run in the mornings, like, seriously. Fuck!
3: Yeah. Uh, where are you up to uh, with with the men with funny heads? By the way,
1: me. Yeah,
2: I have listened to at least three podcasts. This is riveting <laughs> content for everyone order. by the way. I'm sure. Oh, it's yeah, funny. no. Men I was, I was with funny heads. Do, 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 do. My next episode is talking about Dalek, so that means okay. I've listened to one, two, three, four, five.
3: Okay, episodes. Brad. Okay. Uh, was that
2: a test? Have I passed?
0: No, yes. I was just—I was just, me being, cu- I was just me being curious. <laughs> also, I no, just no, want to say I like
1: because I know Long can't like actively strangle me like right now. Mm. The amount of messages I get going, God, Longfang's voice is nice.
2: Oh yeah, right. Long right. Friend has the best voice.
1: Oh, Long has the best voice. He's just like he's got that kind of like really deep kind of timber, and I know he's like mm. he's literally he'll be texting me now going like going snipe shot the (laughs) fuck up even though it'll be like three days from now i can detect you're
3: complimenting me and i'm not happy about it yeah
1: (laughs) and like i remember talking to ruth about it she was like yeah he's got such a nice voice it's like Mm. it's it's got that kind of like gruff softness and but it's also quite calming but you know that if he got angry it would be the most terrifying thing in the world seriously
3: i one of the podcasts I i don't think it was the last one i think it was the the one before that on that day I got 3 separate messages of people telling me how much they like his voice.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you are kind of cutting it short so it's not weird cuz I saw yeah. I, I saw those messages.
2: <laughs> I mean on the converse side he is a disgrace to Scotland so I mean Yeah,
1: apparently he's yeah. like some some Twitter <laughs> fuckwit called him like a disgrace to Scotland because um reasons because I yeah. think he said something like, hey, women are people, or I don't know, something really yeah, political. Something and political
2: on the internet, yeah. 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 Anywho, Men with Forty Heads is a good podcast. Go it's, listen to that g- now. Yeah. Why, you can... well, in fact, why are you listening to this yeah, podcast? Why are you Go listen, this listen to piece a better of podcast. Shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I sound like an Australian who's been stuck in a wind tunnel and has un- and learned how to fucking talk by watching like Priscilla <laughs> Queen of the Desert over and over again. I mean, and that's... Drama Matt so... sounds like a normal human being. <laughs> And Whip also sounds like a normal human being, but he's kind of like a normal human being that was trapped in a building who was only allowed to watch Blackadder.
0: And like Longfang sounds
1: like, he sounds like the Highlands on a misty day.
3: I mean, both of you are, are welcome to come on the podcast.
2: Um, like... I
1: mean, we're gonna.
0: Like, what is
2: this a crossover episode?
1: Fuck off. Okay. Invitation If I ever
2: come on, I will definitely make that joke. So no apologies in advance.
1: If I go on, I'll make that
3: joke. Yeah, too. we should probably like wrap up this because we're just talking now. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're just ha- we're just hanging <laughs> yeah. out. This just a yeah. natter. Like, I hope you enjoy yeah. this. This is this is like what <laughs> I was actually just talking. Mm. Like- so
1: drama, Matt. house of fam? So good. This toke is is toke going down well? Does everyone love that oh. squishmallow?
2: Toke is amazing Yeah I sent he is, He's Matt very a
1: Squishmallow Called Toke And then I
2: saw That you got You got the same The same It's like a lion
1: Yeah thing. I got, got I got gifted one. him I got uh, gifted him And it is best. It is the same one Yeah so good um, But yeah Thanks for listening to us Fucking just Whatever this is Um, we're going to go now, so don't forget to stay hydrated, you magnificent fucking bitch. We love you. Bye.
3: Wear a mask, because... Over your nose. And wear it over your fucking nose.
1: (laughs) It's not
2: hard to wear it properly. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. Why are you even... Uh, yeah.
1: Anyway. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Also, don't drink whilst you're wearing a mask. It's very messy.
1: (laughs) I saw two people trying to make out while wearing a
0: mask. That was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.